Such sights to show you. Bring the motherfucking ruckus! Fuck you too! Hell yeah, dude. Hit me with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that I can finally get that on a recording. <laughs> the soundboard has been years in the making. <laughs> Is this all it's going to be now? Just me versus no. the soundboard? <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. One is, one is yes, two is no. Wait, is, or is it... A, does, wait, does it go the other way around? That's yes. That sounds like a no. No, it sounds like a no. <laughs> <laughs> the duck says nay. Um... Gotta get one of those. I was literally just like, "Do I do this? No, I shouldn't." And then I started quacking, and I couldn't stop. <laughs> as this one, as known. one often does, one starts <laughs> quacking, and the quack never stops. Um, we we are here today for a little ditty, and the little ditty is called "I I don't know what the fuck we're doing." <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> well. That's go. a no, actually. What this you is, just this did is... was a no. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, I fuck. <laughs> okay. I need to light blood. This is this is this is lots of pasta, and this is your host, Glitch Blob. Yes. Oh, 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 oh. I'm yes, sorry, Captain. Our, oh, hi. Our, oh, hi. I didn't see you there. Oh, hi, oh no, hi. you can lead How this one. You? That's fine. I'll just oh, tell you what no, stories we're reading. No. If you want to take no, the fucking reins, go for it, man. He literally gets up and walks away from the desk. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm leaving the room. What I I picked up a um, I've always wanted one, and now that I have one, um, <laughs> it's probably dangerous. But I picked up one of those like little really blowtorch lighters. Oh yeah, one, it's like the size of my hand though, which is why it's <laughs> cool. <laughs> okay. So yeah, if you could hear this. Nope. Well, let me tell you, it was <laughs> wait, fucking wait, cool. Here. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Yeah, there you go. Oh, fuck off. Okay, okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I already uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do it anymore. No, I literally, no, no. at the beginning and of this, was like, I should mean, I? Should I? By hate, I mean love and continue doing it whenever you want. It is now a part of your character. <laughs> Fair enough. So uh, I, I picked up a, a cool little blowtorch and I've been using it to light all of my blunts and it's the coolest and probably most dangerous. Oh, like like an actual like what, what is supposed to be an actual cigar and like torch. Lighter. Oh, yeah. Like, the oh, hand, yeah. I see what you're saying. The handheld it's, it's the size of okay. my palm. Honestly, I, I got like a deal a long time ago on like a like a fucking blowtorch, like a fucking. Yeah. Um well, you do dabs. No, I don't try You do the you do the hard dabs out there in CO. That's 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 your mo. I don't check one. Mary who? Mary who? Who? You were just telling me the other day how you're married <laughs> to Wada. You you've you been, wanna. You, you've met Mary and you want Mary. You wanna. <laughs> 
we were Maybe playing it's like you want we were playing Outlast like, Trials and Glitch Glitch started doing dabs like in the middle of a of, of a session because he's that much of a pro at Outlast <laughs> Trials already, despite the fact that it came out two no, fucking I just, I weeks just, ago. I just played it too much. I'm sorry. Not even two weeks. It's been like 11 days. And you're when I saw the fucking... Reborn count get to like 100, I was like, all right, overdrive mode. Must do all missions. Uh, They're fucking hard. It's fucking hard. No, it's tough, but we've we've been doing a good job, you and I. And and I'll give a little yes. shout out to Frowns McBoohoo. He's been trying yeah. his best. There's He's been healing. Time permitted. He's the heel. Yeah, touche. No, he's, he's about to get a boss heels. computer. His computer now screams. His fan <laughs> is screaming. It's literally like screaming. It's a, a fucking jet engine. People, it's fucking concerning. People are I'm like glad he's getting a new reason, computer. <laughs> people are going <laughs> to know that the reason I haven't recorded with him, despite having bought him a professional microphone when he moved, um, is because his computer uh, literally sounds like an airplane turbine. Whenever yeah, he turns it's fucking on. frightening. So he he and told me he's going to get a desktop, which uh, which bodes well for the podcast future because he needs to use that fucking microphone I got him. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, god! I I oh, picked him fun. up oh. a uh, I picked him up a snowball before he moved. Nice, and, nice. And, and I said, uh, <laughs> and I said, uh, you better fucking use this. What do you mean he has a he has, he has a headset that cuts out now? <laughs> yeah, he has a I headset. I mean, he's sad that with it. Work. He's he's literally disappointed with I it. I almost mean... said something really mean to him <laughs> when he said no. he has a headset that doesn't work. I was like, yeah, it's a shame you don't have like a professional microphone <laughs> sitting in a fucking box somewhere. If no, only that would be he crazy. knew. If only he put the work into <laughs> plugging it in. I nine he will when he has the desktop, honestly, most yeah. likely. Once the desktop is set up, then the microphone yeah, stays in one situation. place and it stays and it stays connected, which is why the the um the fucking um god damn it, what what do I call this? It's not my um <laughs> You got it, bud. I believe in it's you. It's not my blue. My my yeti is over there. I take my yeti places, basically. Oh, oh, Whenever I, see I need saying, to record with someone with a <laughs> When I record with uh, people in different places, I actually can't see what my studio mic is, but because it's at, it's attached to a large gimbal arm that reaches across the room, so I can record comfort <laughs> comfortably from my couch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's hard to paint the picture for everyone, but I have a yeah, nice yeah, little yeah. casting couch in a room that's I probably a casting couch. <laughs> I have a Wait, room. Uh, I'm not in my, my other Discord 10. has the Pornhub sound, and I was like, ah, I was I was already. You almost did it. Yeah. I, I, um, I, I put hand to mouse. I, I, I realized we weren't <laughs> we were in the right spot. <laughs> uh, I have a little 10 by 10 room um, in, in this basement that is perfect <laughs> for recording. Sounds worse for the casting couch. But all that but all that's in here is my my desk, my couch, some some storage stuff. And all of my horror memorabilia like, on and all your of PC. the walls. <laughs> and well, yeah, my PC is is a part of my desk, and it's a part of my setup. Um, you know, it, it's just it it is such a tiny little room with only one fucking purpose, and and <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. It's just it's just oh. to sell the idea. It's to sell the setup. So once Frowns has a setup. He'll be using that mic and we'll be getting him back on the show and we'll be recording from 
you know, different different places, much like how you and I record from across yeah, the country. Yeah, my nice desk country. and everything. I'm my, I'm my Wacom over here, my monitor over here, my monitor over here, my other drawing table over here. I was going to say, you have a lot of shit going on. You have a, no. you have a large setup. Um, also, I, I have to say, um, I watched Skinamarink this morning while I was waiting for you. Oh, yeah. We could always I, talk about that. Just, just... Uh, side note i actually i was bored for the first little bit obviously because it's very atmospheric and it drags out and then and then shit takes a turn and i was like oh fuck spoilers Uh, yeah i didn't i didn't get hooked Uh, until the sequence i talked about in uh episode i want to say 252 um when i had um or it might even been with Cannibal Siren in two fifty one, but in in one of the most recent episodes, like five or so episodes ago, I talk about the sequence that happens when uh, the daughter goes upstairs. The whole look look under the bed. Oh yeah, that's like a half okay. hour in. So yeah, from yeah, that yeah. point, you know, from a half hour into the end, I was I was into it. But that first half hour, man, you're right. Yeah. You're right. It's real yeah. fucking slow. It's real. It's because like the, even I, I the, made first, the metaphor well, of watching paint dry literally, you know, <laughs> I, I may have actually referenced this on the, the show before, but uh, I believe it's called The Veil of Night. Also, a kind of like slow, slow kind of movie, but like kind of like had the same kind of vibes, but also had some some Outlast feels over here. Some Outlast one feels with like the film grain. Right. And I actually wanted to ask you have you watched uh horror in the high desert <laughs> i just want to be like horror in the high desert um, <laughs> horror in the high deserts no no um, no is that no, a no? no 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 i have not oh, um, oh, oh. okay so horror so in the high desert and what was the other one you mentioned uh i don't I movie. Was focused on that. Oh, uh, a veil of night. Veil of night. Okay, I Fast don't remember night? you mentioning that one, but but it's I, it's, I'm it's almost podcasty, totally but it's about like it's about like War of the Worlds kind of moment, but it's very like but they're I'm like the that. switchboards, like talking to a bunch of people and shit. It's actually really cool. What's um, going on with with horror in the high desert? So it's and. Uh, uh, spoilers if somebody has said that this movie isn't a, like a real documentary just go in thinking that it's a a, a real documentary yeah and uh I mean, that's always the uh, documentary but like i don't know the first time that i saw it i was like really invested and then there was like a whole uh, guy with the camera scene and uh there's just one specific moment that like in night vision doesn't look like a dude is fucking there and some dude just like stands up and you're like, oh, fuck, fuck, okay. oh, yeah. fucking shit. Yeah. And uh, it's like that kind of shit that like you just got to get me on like one good fucking scare. It doesn't even have to be a jump scare. I'm like, I'll be like, I'll, I'll give that movie a slow clap. Yeah. I, I, mean, I don't really I don't really like the documentary style movies like like uh, like. I haven't even watched like Skinwalker Ranch because I'm just like, and you really do mean faux documentary, like mockumentary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's a that's a niche. That's a niche that I don't know. But I would say touched before really. I I just watched the second one. Yeah, and 
I would Minerva is the second one, but if you if you, if you have some time, you kind of like that genre. I mean, definitely give it a chance. I like uh, definitely put like just like Skinner Rink, you really have to put yourself in like an atmospheric moment, like really like mm-hmm. be in the dark and watch that shit. But oh, dude, I fucking, watched fucking I watched fucking <laughs> I watched fucking Phil Tippett's uh, Mad God. The other week, mm. and uh, talk I actually about, watched it not that long ago as well. Actually, talk about Montana. having to be in the right place at the right time to in the right <laughs> mood to watch something. The stars needed yeah. to align for that, and I still didn't have a good time. It, no, you know, I, I, I honestly put it off multiple times. Hannah was just like, "Mad God tonight." I'm like, "No, no, 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 no!" Like, I have to, I have to make even like, maybe she be wanted to watch it. No, like, <laughs> I was gonna well, say it's my, like, my uh, alley alley well, cat could didn't want to didn't want to touch that shit with a ten foot pole. She was like, "No, thank <laughs> well, you." Fucking I showed weird, her like, Evil just Dead watched... 2013 the other day, and she said, "Oh, this is fucking gnarly." And I said, "You really are getting more into, <laughs> like, you're you're getting more into horror." I'm proud of her. She's getting more into yeah. horror. There's something really. Uh, she's picked up that part of my character and she's, she's, you know, I take her to horror nights like every year and she's stopped. Like, I'm not saying she's not scared anymore, but like, you know, we go in with a plum now, you know, we go in with a smile yeah. on our faces. So for you to just outright say like, Oh, my girl is like, let's watch mad God. It's like, I had to convince a dude <laughs> to come over to watch mad God with me. Like I had well, to like, like pay we, him. I, Cause like, honestly, we like, it was, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure Henry Zabrowski that had fucking was just like, oh, dude, I fucking love Mad Guy, like constantly. And like, oh, references it like too much. I haven't so, listened like, or, like, in a year. He'll, yeah. He'll like throw in every once in a while, but it's like, he's just, it was so ecstatic for like the the period of time that it was initially coming out. Cause he's like, dude, this guy took no, his whole fucking life. I only life. heard purely but, like, word it's of just mouth. fucking, so, purely so, so that's mouth, the only man. reason. I, used to wa- I saw actually, all those ads on okay. uh on like shutter i've i've never oh uh, okay touche i also have seen those ads actually online and and that's it was like from the visionary I, I mind of steven yeah Spielberg, yeah, 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 from yeah the stop motion effects of uh, of george lucas it comes the but, the, the, but obviously the, 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 the feel of mind. that trailer is not the same <laughs> it's um, the fucking whatever the fuck it prepared like, me. Defi- it definitely I guess prepared cool. me what I was in for. And I and here, like I've let seen me, some let me clarify. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like <laughs> the first sixty percent of Mad God. Yeah, no, like it's there's definitely it, it gets very interesting off pitch the into rails. It. <laughs> I feel like live action sequence onward, which is maybe forty minutes remaining yeah. in, in the movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, Because it's the minute they bring him in and and it it starts to get different like dimensions and shit. Yeah, I was just like, nah, I'm out. I liked the (laughs) linear storytelling of just a guy kind of walking through a a terrifying landscape. I was I was into that, and then you know, spoilers, he gets taken out, and then his corpse gets. You know, and then a whole nother fucking thing is going on. Yeah, and then and a whole like, other the thing fuck is, is happening on. now. And, and, yeah, and that's where I kind of said <laughs> I was. I was into the dude. Yeah, I was into the, into the dude doing cool things. Then you're like, okay. You could tell. Now? I think it, what did it take? It took the dude 15 years to make the movie, something like that. I I I, I can I can maybe even more. I had to look it up. Yeah, yeah it, actually, it, I, I think it, it was like been 30. Like, I want to. Yeah, I was say I want to say it was like a lot longer than that. It was that, twenty but to thirty, but it no but idea. it sat on ice for fifteen. I'd have to look at it. Where he didn't have like any help from anybody, I'm pretty sure. And and like, I, I don't know, I dude. I've, I've seen the, some really like I think that's where the, weird... the split 
comes in really yeah you, you're not the same person you were when you wrote this 15 years ago and now you're just <laughs> yeah yeah it it's a up. whole different thing yeah, yeah pr- the product kind of and for me that like trailed off slightly yeah i could I mean, you just, can kind of see we could have just like, ended it right at that age. sequence and then called the next yeah. sequence a completely different like chapter but, I mean, you you, know, you would appreciate this as well as like as a, an art school perspective. Somebody oh, would be I, like, I love uh, stop motion. Uh, stop motion but, was but something like, that like got me into film. Like that's why but I, I mean, watched like, it. You know, as an art school in general perspective, somebody would just be like, uh, no, like it's a you know a long story term of the life and and uh, like failure in the fragile mind of humankind you know oh, like yeah. the bleak kind of existential yeah, yeah. nihilism of mankind the kind but, of the dirty ugly truth that no one wants to kind of acknowledge about the human race you know but he, but even that like i've just seen so many like weird fucking art like videos i don't know how much you can actually relate to this but we would have like Wednesday lectures in like a theater and just fucking watch really weird like. Oh, I took. Was just like a oh, yeah. bunch of bunch of Chinese dudes with like drill dicks just like humping everything and you're like, yeah. what the fuck is happening? It's like fucking. Nice. I'm like kind of drunk in this eight o'clock Wednesday <laughs> class that I don't want to be in. Uh, like, I would. I would. What uh, the fuck is this I would movie? Only really take, I would roll a spliff. <laughs> Before my mm. Uh, mm. thesis classes, but I wouldn't mm. I wouldn't do it for the movies because I'd be afraid of falling asleep. If I get too comfy, mm-hmm. I fall asleep. And yes, um, I feel that during during film analysis, we really only watched a lot of like art house shit. Really, mm-hmm. I never really watched anything experimental. The most experimental things got that's probably for like, the best, man. Yeah, I, I feel like fuck like the horror, most experimental for me, like even in the same horror genre as like Un Chien Andalou the the french filmmaker the 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 one about like uh cutting up the woman's face to you know to quote unquote dissect beauty you know um i don't know if you're aware of that one no now um, i do yeah the the cutting open of the eyes the craziest scene because they you know, it looks so real when when the dude slices it open um they use like an actual animal's eye for the scene oh um, oh i see i see yeah. I mean, like, I like that obscure shit, but it's like, it's like, you know, how no, obscure and that's, is obscure. And again, I'm sure any type of long, you know, artistic movement of it or anything, but it's, it's surrealism it in one of its earliest forms. I think like, I want to say early 1900s, it's black and white. Mm. There's only music. Yes. So you actually did like 20s. Yeah, so you actually did actual film though. We were just watching fucking some weird ass art shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you're like, nah, oh, and then I was gonna say, and then there was the other side of it. From when I got to art school, we watched um, the weirdest thing. I would I would say is I watched a lot of uh, acid wave stuff at behest of one of my professors, (laughs) which I was into. I found it cool. And then um, I mean, (laughs) you just vibing, bro. And then buto, if you know what buto is, uh, the kind of Asian dance form where they they look like they're like twitching and dancing and kind of they are always wearing like really pale clownish makeup. They they're meant to look like dead spirits. Sounds like me at the club. It's crazy. Um, but I'm like real into going it. Out to the club. But I'm real into about. it at the same time. I, I thought that was really cool. So yeah, no, I did see a lot of weird shit when I was in, when <laughs> I was in college. Well, sure. like, 
Well, like, even for performance art, too, like, the weirdest thing, hands down, I've ever... Okay, there's actually some really fucked up shit. But, like, just, like, uh, there's a New York studio that some guy was just, like, there was holes in the floorboard. Yeah. <laughs> and some guy just put up a normal gallery, and dude was just jerking off below the floorboards. And I was like, how do you not, like... How is this... Huh. How do you not, like, get arrested? How is this not, like, a, That's a, a good thing? Point. Yeah, like, how is when, that... When do you draw the line for quote-unquote... Yeah, yeah, what is happening here? Self-indulgence. Um, that is funny. I, mean, you know, you do, I do you, like that Jesus metaphor that these people walk in here and just kind of talk shit and self pleasure themselves to to seem intellectual. Yeah, um, the gallery, <laughs> like, I, I, the I really, really, you, I'm just jerking off on your floor boys. Talked about the gallery space. Many yeah, times. yeah, it's, yeah. It's a mockery. It's 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 a joke. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't exist. Um, I mean, art is expression of. Some sort of form or emotion. Art so, is just expression. You know, so art you can, can just be even anything. leave the sentence at that. Art is just expression. Don't mm-hmm. don't pretend to know any more or any less than anyone yeah, else, yeah. and then don't don't feel like they're disagreeing with you just because they saw something that you're not. You know, just you know, <laughs> you can see a parent. <laughs> it's it's. I mean, it, as long as we're not getting into the super uh, impressionism, uh, you know, pop poppy side of things. You could tell what talent is. You could tell what talent yeah. is and like how much time it took for someone to do something like, you know, I, I love I love referencing Art School Confidential because like the, the movie is just. It, it's it's the mm. perfect representation of what Art School was, which is I feel like you just like jogged my memory. I like was like, I don't remember that. The entire like, plot fuck, of that I movie, I, I could like sum it up in one scene. I could sum it up in one scene. There's okay. this dude who just draws and draws and draws and he's you. wonderful at it. And he's, he dedicates his entire life to it and he goes to college and he takes a class under John Malkovich and his pictures are amazing. Oh. And you could tell how much okay, time he was in it. Okay, And then this. in the same exact <laughs> fucking class is a jock who went to his high school who like plays football and doesn't give a shit and sucks at art, draws the shittiest little car on a single <laughs> blank piece of paper that I've, I've, it's so jokingly funny, bad. It is so bad, but John <clears throat> Malkovich just gets so fucking roped into it, thinking it's like the purest, like expression of nihilistic pop art that he's like ever <clears throat> seen, like non-commercialism, like fuck the man type of like mentality. And this kid is just watching as the entire class just praises this three-year-old drawing of a car to the point where like it gets, it starts to get like school-wide recognition, national recognition. And this kid is just watching all of this happen. Like the main character of the movie is just watching all of this happen. And even though he's been drawing every day of his life and he's been trying so hard and he's trying to work to get into that same spotlight, everyone thinks his stuff sucks. But this guy who who drew a drawing of a car in a week or in a day or in a couple hours with what looks like crayons or colored pencils gets like worldwide recognition for his art. I don't feel that personally. I don't know what you're talking about. It is the funniest (laughs) and most accurate fucking representation of, of art school that I've 
ever seen. So well, the, okay, I was gonna rant actually, but I, I I'm gonna keep it keep it short. But it's unfortunate that like the new draw good is draw bad, and it. That's all. there's there's an element to where I <laughs> that's, agree that's with all. you. There's an element to where I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just that there there is now a market for the draw bad, and I think it's really oh, funny. There's yeah. even like reference. I I feel like uh, if you if you've ever read uh, the manga The Fable, it's just uh, an assassin trying to do like real things, but similar situation. He like just draws a random thing for a company, and they're like, "We love your childlike charm," and <laughs> fucking this other guy, he's like, "I've been with this company for fucking twenty five fucking years. <laughs> Fuck you, dude!" Like, and he's he's just, I just drew a thing because I thought it looked nice, right. like uh, fucking Forrest Gump ass, like yeah. It's just like, okay, touche, though, you know? <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, okay, what what are we even doing today? What's What are, yeah, we, what are know, we talking about? What we do we is we, we, get derailed, off, we get off topic. Derailed, 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 derailed. And we talk about whatever we feel like talking about, which is fine. Derailed, because derailed. we're all allowed. <laughs> we're all, <laughs> we're derailed, all derailed, allowed our, everything. Our, our, light, our light blunt and let's talk about whatever's going on in horror and you know, in, in the hey. world, you know, yeah. art, art and cinema and horror, horror, horror and storytelling. It all has, horror. it all has similar value. Um, horror. Uh, I still Sorry. haven't had the chance to watch the outwaters. That was the other one that I told you to watch. Okay. I, I was going to watch it this morning, but I actually got really distracted into watching. Uh, so I actually haven't uh, watched Minerva and either. the skin of rank. Yeah. I mean, it looks good. I mean, like, I'm, I'm just kind of, I've just been, like, trying to find something. Because I feel like we also have a little bit of a different uh, type of horror, um, uh, 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 like, of t- different type of horror. Like, because it, it's like oh, I'm when not trying me and Hanno. It sound like this is my taste. Or no, no, no. This is just no, no, someone no. telling me to watch it. Like, example, like, uh, me and Hannah just watched uh, Terror, Terror Fire 2. Yeah. And she's just like, because it's like, uh, it's like the thing. Uh, like, uh, like, kind of gore, like, very realistic. Like, oh, he's yeah. just fucking reaching into the I dude's like face. And she, she's like, oh, fucking one. awesome. I fucking love this shit. Because she's like, likes the Star Trek shit, you know? Yeah. Sorry, not track, Trek. Star yeah. Trek. I feel like my New York accent comes out there. I I um, thought the second one was better than the first one, and I and I really only dedicate that to the writing of the second one. The, yeah. the first one didn't I, have any type of I was of thinking the same thing. Point. The first one is we just a haunted discussing house the same, movie. actually. The second yeah, yeah, one yeah. actually has like a heroine. It actually has. It just a, smash them. It has a fire. Yeah, the first one is just do thing a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even if yeah. yeah. Art's fun. Art, art yeah. makes me laugh. I'm not. I yeah. I know there are earlier. Uh, honestly, specifically the second of me one. Kind of shitting on the first one, but it, you know, let's be honest. It, was it really is only, really. It was really slasher. only popular because it, it chopped a woman in half. Like that that's the only yeah, I, I, yeah. word of mouth I mean, that, spread that's that a, a practical scene, effect you know? of a woman being chopped vagina first down yeah, her yeah. head. You know, that's some that, scarface that shit. Like that's a scene. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I mean even his introduction in what All Hell's Eve, right? Yeah. The short. Like like I feel like that just really picked up momentum for him, and but I do like Art as a character on the second one, him in the laundromat. It was yeah. fucking hilarious. Laundromat's great. Fucking lost my shit. 
actually um, hilarious, and I love and, that. It's and like, I was gonna even say, from the minute he rides that tiny tricycle into the into the warehouse on the first <laughs> one, honking the fucking Dude, horn, that, yeah, that, the that, whole dream scene is actually point, fucking. From that choice. point onward, I was a fan of art because I just found that fucking hilarious. Um, he is Dude, not taking just... he is not taking his his job as a terrifier seriously, and yeah. uh, that's the appeal of of art. You know, he he, so, he does his own thing. Not to not to spoiler spoiler spoiler. Wait wait wait. Uh, no, I'm not gonna that. I feel like the the air horn thing is yeah uh, really loud. Um, do it. Uh, I I'm curious to see what they're gonna do as a follow up because I don't know how I feel about that girl but she's like grabbed his head so i hope that it's just him you know well, how many times has he been like killed and come back yeah and, but that's and, that's kind of what i'm i'm hoping for that it's not just there, like a i mean zordon to the power rangers kind of situation <laughs> over here like what a crazy analogy uh I, what i what i'm saying is if, if michael head. myers can do this shit with a cult of thorns you know that i'm yeah that I'm i mean okay jason other... jason x jason 15 jason J- 18 yeah, in the hood you know jason like, jason is a deadite you it's know the same it's thing. the same it's the same school of, of yeah, yeah. theory which is even when you chop them to pieces there's well, no there's nothing stopping the pieces from getting back together and I, doing some some dumb shit so so also back to like uh, well okay so also back to like the the type of horror too it's like uh i recently fucking watched the fucking vince vaughn freaky by the way yeah i had to watch that because it was a choice movie it it was a horror night house uh last year it was paired up uh it was a two-part horror night house with a black phone oh okay i have not seen black phone i've heard mixed reviews and i'm scared to watch it no black phone's good Okay. Black Phone is a watch. If you so, thought Freaky was a watch, thing, like, Black Phone is a watch. It's the same thing like Skin and Rank. Like, it's a choice audience, you know. But but I, I want um, more <laughs> fucking slasher movies to just own up and say that they're a fucking comedy. You know, like that they're slightly uh. satirical. You know, like I just want... Because honestly, Freaky was like fucking hilarious because it was just serious enough that it like just kept playing the perfect Well, it's tropes. the same director of Happy Death Day. Happy Death Day is the same. Oh, uh, I didn't actually watch those. I, I, they no, look good. You should watch ish. them. I, you should I, watch I just, them. yeah, I okay. love because that's why because that's why I don't like I slasher will movies. Because for years about any movie that finds a way to use the Groundhog Day repeat the same day mechanic mm-hmm. and Touché. still make a good movie, and the Happy Death Day does that. There's also See, I, um, I, I like. There's a there's a comedy film on Netflix about a kid who restarts his day whenever he comes, whenever <laughs> he ejaculates, and I want to say it's called, prema- it's I think it's called premature. The kid wants to lose his virginity before he graduates, and he finds he finds a way to repeat the same day to try and get laid by the hottest girl in school, you know, and and it's just funny because every, like time, every time every time he comes prematurely, this. he. <laughs> He restarts the day and he always is goes, it, fuck, it, I was right there. You know, I was is almost it, is in it, the... Wait, is it coming at all or is it prematurely? Because that's also hilarious. Well, it's the idea of non-sex related orgasming. You know, it's he he he's not going <laughs> to stop repeating the day until he loses his virginity, basically. Oh, no. But what happy death day is, is if she could get through Blue a full day. If she if she could get through a full day without dying, without that's nutting. the plot of 
happy death day uh, and and i and i'm into it i'm uh, i love groundhog day i don't think they're the only i don't think it's yeah, the only movie that i do, can have I, that do, in the I, do I do I'm, that. I'm okay with people using that that plot device you know it, it's and, and again i uh i was more turned off by it because it's like i i really enjoy a good like slasher-esque movie like like you know you can do that shit good back in the day but i want to see like idle hands stuff like that you know it was like where it kind of like started falling off after that like sure. kind of early 2000s now it's just everything is a trope sure but um i lost my my grip what was i saying <laughs> uh we were just saying that horror changes oh. man <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. Smile. Like that's like a, a movie that like it, it. it's just simple. And the trailer made it look like trash. But like it was a simple but effective movie. And that's all, like all I really want sometimes, you know, like I just yeah. want a good scary movie. But fine. There's so I, many when, slashers when that just like overkill like, that shit. Yeah. When, I think the only redeeming thing for Smile is that it actually follows through. You know, I think yeah. there's a lot of examples like, it wasn't of like writing that. in recent movies where they set up a concept like that and then they just don't deliver or they fake out or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, the fact that there is actually a monster and there is actually a curse and there is actually something going on and it's actually kind of scary looking. Yeah, you you win by the mm -hmm. end of the movie for me. Mm -hmm. uh, I would mm -hmm. compare Agreed. that a lot to... Um, that first time director who got shafted, um, uh, the empty man. If you, if you, it's a pretty long movie, but the first, I, I don't think I've ever, first, I don't think I actually saw the it. first half hour is completely unrelated. And if you were to watch the first half hour, you'd be like, <laughs> what the fuck? But then the next hour and a half, um, is really experimental storytelling in like Tulpa, just flat okay. out Tulpa. Okay. And, um, and that's always, I, I don't, but that's you the do thing. It well, like, really like it's, it's the idea that well, smile does the Tulpa thing too, because the yeah. more you think about it, the more you believe in it, mm -hmm. the more you give it power, you know, that's, that's Tulpa one Oh one. So <laughs> the, the reason for the comparison is that here are two examples of the same movie yet empty man really goes above and beyond to try and sell it as much as possible. And smile kind of takes the kind of commercial everyman yeah. approach where it's just it's just simple storytelling, no huge narrative stretches, twists or turns. I'm just selling you a product and it's OK. And that's fine. Yeah, Because it's not like an and insane. It's not like the best movie ever or anything of the no. sort, but it's, you know, over especially something in the past few years. It's like better than nothing. Yeah. I would rather yeah, watch agreed. that than watch some bullshit rom-com like. I, and I'm also not trying to fucking. It's it. I feel like it's like whenever I hear like a something something man in a horror movie now, it's like when I oh yo bro you listen to little dicks in your mouth. Be like no, I fucking haven't. Like <laughs> like little dicks just in your like, mouth. like 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 any rapper would just any mumble rapper with like Lil in their name. It's like fucking. Yeah. Oh, you want to watch Bye Bye Man, the scene man, the the not so good man, the kind of a fuck <laughs> man. Like what is stop? That is <laughs> it's like Isekai name. It's like just get the, out of here. The downfall, the downfall is definitely in the title, because if they had called it anything else, it would have been cool. Oh, I'm a vending machine from another universe trying to give you snacks in my reincarnated world. Shut up. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. <laughs> oh, we're all mad about it. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. Glad, glad at least that happened. 
when when I talk, I don't talk about horror with many people anymore because there aren't many people on this show who are who are as avid consumers. So it's yeah, fine like I mean, we even our, every once in a while, I, I, even uh, in our D and D group, I like bring up horror, and everybody's like, "Nah, I'm fucking." Oh dope. yeah, I'm like, oh even damn, people, okay. I, everyone who is in our D and D group is now on the podcast, so it's fine talking about it. But like, I'm I'm hosting a, a I'm DMing a group of sofa king cannibal siren frowns mcboohoo glitch blob and then midnight bride and afternoon groom all all of all six of them are in my D D group and i've been writing a story and going through with it and it and it's really it's really fun but um i would say all of them have fully admitted that they don't go near horror products nearly as much because they're just flat out pussies yeah, I mean, I'm I'm like y'all y'all watch like Lights Out, and they're like, what the fuck? No, why? Sofa King no, doesn't stop watch it. much of anything. <laughs> Cannibal Siren doesn't like to be afraid. Uh, Franz McBoohoo only really watches like foreign flicks. He's he's really mm. kind of. Mm. Uh, I mean, I feel that too. Reserved. He he likes the artistic things. Mm. Um, a lot of Asian, <laughs> French, and and German. Yeah, uh, which is I'll fine. Say, good there's lots good of Korean horror, yeah, honestly. Korean. I feel For like sure. really fucking wild. Um, and then Afternoon Groom and uh, Midnight Bride just said that they, they go to see a lot of movies and that horror, yeah. horror is just not one that they visit too much unless it's mainstream. They don't go out of, you know, it's not something they, they go looking for. Essentially. Yeah, no, they, they probably went to like see Insidious and that's probably like their limits, you know. And that's that's fine. That's, yeah, yeah, no, not a bad thing. I, I think it's. I, I just always all like. Things in I'm just like my yes, mother. yes. My mother will not yeah. watch a single horror movie, and I find that very close-minded. <laughs> there is so much about life you learn from from horrifying situations, and the. I think, like honestly, it comes back to me a lot of times, but it's it's the, it's the peanut butter that holds my. Uh, Ritz crackers together when it comes to dealing with yeah, shitty things in life because I think, uh, you know, I, I told the story about like helping this dude out who's like bleeding out on the ground. Um, and mm. the only, only, only reason I knew how to do any of that was because I've watched <laughs> horror movies and I know that you're supposed to hold things a certain way and do things a certain way and patch things up a certain way. And I also uh, n make that same nod to horror video games. Um, mm -hmm. so it's like, I, I just remember being asked like, oh, are you a nurse? You know? And I just, I was just like, no, <laughs> like hands covered in blood. <laughs> like, no, I'm not, but I'm not going to like, I'm, I'm also not going to just watch this dude bleed out on the floor. <laughs> I would say same, but different. I, I've just hurt myself a lot in my life. So I just like... <laughs> Especially like, <laughs> see, you've unfortunately just done it to you. So, so I'm just like, I'm like, no, can I get, can we get water and like a fucking bandage? Like, <laughs> somebody get some fucking alcohol. Like, Jesus Christ. I'm lucky. I haven't, I haven't really ever done anything to damage myself too far. I haven't even broken anything. So, you know, I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm very knock risk on wood right fucking I'm now. Risk averse. <laughs> yeah, don't, I even, got wood. don't even don't talk worry. about it. I got, I got wood. <laughs> don't, don't, that, not that one. No, <laughs> father, <laughs> father, no. Uh, no, father. no, not there, father. Yeah, I watched. Um, 
I watched all of the Wreck movies the other week with um with my What's buddy Deputy wreck? Dewey. Wreck is in recording. The Spanish. Oh movie. wait, okay. You watched the the, the non-American one though. Yeah, all four of them. There's four uh, Spanish flicks. Um, me and Hannah actually did that a, a while ago. I had never seen them. I had only seen the first one and compared it to Quarantine, which is ass. It's like they're still good. I would say if you've never seen them before, they're still good. They were watchable I, for I, sure. They're the fourth definitely one is a kind of time ass. period. Yeah, and I like the third one. It's very specifically the third one is supposed to be like the best out of the. Well, out it's of the, because it's the... the only one that's a movie and it's unrelated to the rest mm-hmm. of the series. Yeah, it's not the but, um, first person perspective kind of. Found but it's footage. also like, if you were to right now like go back and fucking watch Blair Witch Project, you're like, oh, this is a fucking joke. Like this is like not. Well, I don't know. Like, There's aspects know. of Blair Witch. Well, maybe personally, I, I'm thinking of like maybe even like uh, how about this? Like watching like the cube again or something you're just like oh this looks like time period (laughs) i mean i still i look at the 90s and i go that's that's a fair trade i don't i watch Mm, a lot of old shit like even just this week i watched i watched fucking leviathan have you seen leviathan um the, I shitty, say the yes. shitty fish monsters. Yeah, I want to say yes because I got really excited Awful about it because I love the thought, and then I think I may have like blacked it out because yeah. there's like a few movies that like came out back to back. It was like the that one and whatever the house. Uh, yeah, because the Leviathan was like a puzzle movie, right? Like it was like a she was like the one was like piecing her mind back together or something. No, Leviathan is just a bunch of dudes mm. underwater in a submarine with fish monsters. Okay, okay. I'm thinking <laughs> of, a, of a different movie. No, but God, I'm talking I'm of, talking though. that old school creature feature bullshit where the special effects are ass. You know, um, Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what's another what's another comparison? I just watched um same type of vein, different uh same actor Peter Weller also in uh, Leviathan, I'm pretty sure. Um, Screamer, the the planet with the prototype robots that that fucking annihilate uh, like an army squad who gets called in to like decommission. It's like on one of my like watch lists. Yeah, no, hell of a, hell of a film. Awful special okay. effects, total product of its time. Um, amazing watch. Okay. Amazing watch. But that's what I that's what I mean. Like I watched Rec Three, kind of saying, "Oh, this is definitely a product of the early 2000s yeah. kind of splatter yeah, yeah. Day of the Dead bullshit." And like, it's fine. Yeah, it just it, well, it's like uh, I was explaining the same thing of like Outlast one the other day. It's like, you know, <laughs> if you're going to play play a PS2 game, you got to be ready for PS2 graphics, you know. Mm. Very good point. Mm. Um, Yeah, we speaking of Outlast, <laughs> you know, I don't have a problem. Constantly getting that problem to jump in there and watch Electro Daddy shock his testes. And watch. Uh, Sometimes watch, you just uh, need a little, little, little jolt. Mother Gooseberry make out with a drill puppet. Okay, can I can I say like I I love I love the game, but like can can you can you not do the? <laughs> so just some of the fucking like uh, waiting cutscenes are so fucking insane. The overt MK <laughs> like, Ultra not, mind not even, control cutscenes. Not even cut insane. Scenes. 
but it's just like you. I love the I guy call, who's just I call her Jeff the sausage, Denim. The how it's made out of his stomach, <laughs> and then just looks at the camera and he's just like, "Huh." Yeah. See, there's there's so many weird spots that it's like really aggressive, and then it's like some guy with like a cattle prod basically is just like pushing a mannequin like in the taint from behind, and it just like it. It clearly is like a really light mannequin, right? Okay, this bothers me actually. That it literally looks like a really light mannequin, right? Like you could just just knock it over and breeze. You could blow that bitch over, right? And he just all the force that motherfucker got just right in the, uh, right right in the taint, and he like just barely knocks it over, and he's just so like, like I, think, I just I don't know why, I but I think that's more into so the fucking funny. Of the shock on the mannequin probably hits before the baton does. <laughs> But it's just it's just how it how it like connects like yeah no I'm not I'm not just, disagreeing it looks like funny. the guy's just like oh plus ultra and just like <laughs> you're like damn also, dude I'm sorry I, I react to that the same way I react to the first one where it's uh where it's uh, uh not shit. the first one but like a, a another one where uh gooseberry takes uh the doctor daddy puppet and just shoves it right in the vagina of one of the nun yeah yeah figures and i just Del- go delivery i just go oh no dismay in the vajayjay <laughs> every time i see this thing at tosh point out just dismay in the vajayjay <laughs> <laughs> fucking I, I so okay so for reference this miss gooseberry is like a think of a grandma um with uh Mix yeah, a le- like Mrs. Doubtfire uh, had a you're, baby you're, with Leatherface. Yeah, no, no. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire did the fusion dance with Leatherface. Yeah, and and then she was a and then she evolved and then gra- got acquired like a puppet drill arm, but it's uh-huh. like a cute goose. Um, <laughs> I but I, I've been cute. calling. I've been. <laughs> I've, uh, her name is Phyllis. Uh, you mean Frowns found out that her name was Phyllis? Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that though. I didn't. I thought but, he was joking. I thought he was. No, it literally her to the says that. No, like office. she says. No, like she says that her name is Phyllis, and I think that's fucking fantastic. Oh, that's fun. But I've been calling her Jeff Dunham. Like if Jen, <laughs> Jeff Dunham like really went off the edge. I did hear you tell that one yeah. joke, and I did agree with I, you. I, I said that I couldn't, works. I couldn't help myself. That works. No, that's fine. Um, we got to get some footage up at some point of us playing that because it it is. I think it's it's like Faz in the in the sense where uh, we don't have to give you any context. You could just watch us play that, and you'd yeah. probably have a good time just watching us. If if you ever do any more Outlast episodes, especially for your at high channel, difficulties, if you ever do any oh, Outlast episodes for your channel, you call me up because I want a piece of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I haven't clipped you playing. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. I loved finding out that I was in your phasmophobia uh, marathon footage because I just I heard I like I put it on the one day and then I heard myself in the background and I was like, he does care. (laughs) He he clipped our footage together. (laughs) I mean, we we have we uh, not to not to entail of some potential gameplay, but we (laughs) played some pretty ridiculous stuff. And every time we both keep reviewing the edited footage we're just like what the fuck we were playing some indie ass games like oh yeah what the what are we fucking doing 
this some, is all jank.io we broke the game free games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean that shit was fun though it was the fun i don't know what eardrums. i can do with it but at one point it'll be up on the channel as a i don't know enjoy <laughs> question oh, mark. i definitely will I'll, i will definitely make a video it'll be a five point. minute video but it'll be fun <laughs> yeah it, it was it wasn't it didn't it wasn't like five hours of footage i was talking about <laughs> maybe maybe a half hour would be salvageable of the entire <laughs> evening maybe Two to but three it's minutes split stops. split between six or seven games <laughs> oh shit anyway yeah we we got to get some footage up at some point but we've uh just just to say that glitch and i have uh, been playing stuff uh, during our uh, during the podcast's break, or even concurrently to the podcast, is a is a uh, what what am I trying to say? It's a he's trying to say he's a gamer now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, emphasis on gay. Um, I, I, think, I think no. What Terrible. I was trying to say was like it was like. Uh, how, how do they say it? There's a there's a, an expression. Um, I'm just blanking because I'm stoned. Um, let's let's just say uh, pretty much concurrently to all of my recent recordings, Glitch and I have been playing stuff together, and I've I've recorded some of it. I've I've you know I haven't recorded any of us playing Outlast together because I've always been kind of a pussy when we're playing that. But <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting better at it. I'm getting those A's, Glitch. Because uh, when we first started, it uh, the intro was very much like Outlast, like classic Outlast. Like you're you're playing it solo. It's it's going to be a little bit difficult, but it's just him playing it in the background. We'll, we're fucking doing like some like end game, like hard trial. And he's just <laughs> <laughs> fucking. I just want to be like, no, just thank you for that. Leave me alone. <laughs> that's just that's just put that in my put that in my bucket that's fine yeah <laughs> I, I could not stop fucking giggling honestly that was fucking hilarious i'm it's i already i tell people <laughs> all the time on this show like when when these types of games come up i couldn't play outlast i couldn't play alien isolation i even the first mm -hmm. time i couldn't play dead space or resident evil 4 like they just at the time and at the age i was each of those games hit me at like the worst possible moment. Like well, I remember being 12 yeah. playing resident evil four. I remember being 16 playing dead space. I remember being 20 something when alien isolation came out. Um, I remember I, in between that, I remember being like 18 or something when outlast came out and it's just like when, when each of those hit, I just wasn't prepared. Mm. Mentally, See, I, I was like, I was literally. full blown in that shit. I was like, Outlast yeah. one, destroy whistleblower, yeah. oh, annihilate. And I was years, like, uh, Outlast two came out. I was like, to where I am, man. Took me years to get to be able to pay for an Outlast game and, and actually play it because <laughs> well, this wouldn't have been my thing if we went even as far back as like five years ago. Like I, I'm just talking about playing completely different <laughs> shit at that time. Well. And I've definitely said this as well, but just adding the multiplayer aspect, like I have at one point um, with a homie <laughs> played over like voice chat, like both both of us played out last two because he asked me to 
Yeah. He was like, I don't want to play it alone. And <laughs> I totally feel that because that totally takes like so much of like, like so much out of the game. Th- that but game is. Like, that's also why people hate it, because I, I know so many people that hate the the Outlast series because they're like, no, fuck that. It's too scary. I'm not even trying to fuck with that. Well, and I'm like, I, I totally understand. To say, even like, about something as simple as like Alien Isolation, like mm-hmm. if you know the product and you see how well it's done and how and, and how uh, entertaining that uh, that facade is, the ability that they had to to directly communicate some of the scenes and technology and atmosphere and context of how that first movie is handled and put you in the pilot seat of a video game where you have to deal with a threat on that scale. Like, like, nah, like that's, that's a literal fucking nightmare I had when I was yeah. a kid. I don't want to be flung into that, <laughs> into that fucking Actually controller seat. That. Like I haven't been able to play that game for more than a half hour. I really haven't because I, it, I, I feel like I'm being hunted and I just don't appreciate it. See, I don't I, appreciate I like... it. I, I'm such a forward like gamer too. Like like, Outlast Trials definitely like scared me when I first started playing. But it's like once you know like the area and the map, it's like once you're playing some of these very specifically Alien Isolation has like it's very much uh, don't get found, run, hide. You know, yeah. but it's with the skin of the the scenario or story type that can do really well but it's really i found alien isolation really annoying the first time that i played it because i was like testing game pass games and i was just blasting through every fucking game on game pass well i was like no it's fun but like problem is how how real they attempt at that situation so like the the ai was built to literally hunt you down like, yeah well i was about to say i've just got that you're yeah hiding in for i was just getting annoyed days. that i was yeah i was getting fucking just railed so fucking hard by the alien and i was just like okay i'm out i'm, I'm done it was, it was fun, a relentless but experience like, but it's me. immersive yeah but it's I, immersive you know i got through maybe the first hour of outlast one with with frowns yeah. when it came out and i want to say I got through the base, the first basement sequence, and then I was oh, dude, like, "Honestly, that's the worst." Though like, I, I'm done. When when I first played that, actually, I I stopped playing at least twice when I got there because I just hated the fucking water and I hated the basement. That was like two of I I just things I didn't like. <laughs> I remember getting the basement and, sequence done, and my hands were just shaking. You're like sweaty palms like a motherfucker. Like I turned to frowns and I was just like, I can't keep doing this. (laughs) And he just like he just laughed and it's fine. I just yeah. I never never played these types of games. I've I you know even as a kid I didn't play anything really like that. It was it was straight FPS. See, I I did nothing but like kid. Even like I guess Fatal Frames I feel like aren't really scary now, but like the early Silent Silent Hills before like Silent Hill Six. I had always watched someone play each of those games. My buddy, Mm, I see the the feeling of being immersed of like all of the Silent Hills, and then my buddy Terry, I watched him play at least two of the Fatal Frames. See, I've been more scared. I think it was called Siren. And I, the first time I had a, a demo disc of Siren and like Fatal Frame, I want to say one or two at the time, but like I played the fuck out of those games. And like that's 
some of the earliest shit that I was like, I'm scared of the dark because of this game that I'm playing and I probably shouldn't be playing. But like, because like some horror shit, like, like my mom took me to see Chucky. When I was a fucking like little kid, like three, four years old. Like I <laughs> just, fun. I don't know. I just thought, like those. That's kind of why I think those slasher movies are like kind of like a a little bit of a co- like comedic, uh, satirical thing. Oh, sure. Sometimes you know. All of them. Have but it's like, dude. Yeah. Like even like I was saying earlier, the difference between like, uh, I just like that fucking like, like that fucking gritty fucking scare like that fear factor you know yeah that's but fine at, at the same at the same time i totally understand why you wouldn't I like that <laughs> yeah I, it's funny that i appreciate something as uh in your face and scary as like a haunted house that i actually have to walk through but yeah I love horror nights because I look at different. I look at the art and, and film and media aspect of it. Like I I I go through them like I would go through an art exhibit. Like that's that's why I love going to like haunted houses and stuff. I want to I'm testing them at their ability to actually scare me. And mm-hmm. I know that they're not going to put me in a situation like Outlast <laughs> or Alien Isolation. So the bar so, is always, you know. See, but like, I can't even do that shit. We went to haunted houses out in Denver and like 13th floor is supposed to be like the one of the fucking scariest. Like, oh, it's, yeah. I, I don't know. I just couldn't oh, yeah. fucking stop laughing. Like, I don't know. I just, uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Maybe I go that's just like a some... smile on my face pointing at shit. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. I'm like, like, oh, look at that head. It's like, oh, that's like, I'm no, the that's... fucking worst because I, I will just be uh, laughing and smiling and pointing at things going, dude, like dude. that's corny, like, but I love everything it. Everything that pops out, I just go, dude, like almost want, like I want to give him a <laughs> high five. Like, you know, it's it's there are only so many situations where someone's gotten me so good that I've been like upset. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, you know. Horror horror does that weird thing to you where it, it kind of pushes your boundaries the more you kind of deal with it and the more you kind of uh, let it go through you, quote you know, mm-hmm. as a way when it comes to, f- you know, film and media and video games. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not the gamer I was when I was 12, obviously. Like, <laughs> I. What the, do you mean? You don't have that reaction time, bro? It's not the reaction time that I was worried about, man. It was it was the fact that at 12, from the minute that bag-headed fuck with the chainsaw in Resident Evil 4 cuts down that first door and starts coming up the stairs, I pressed pause, put the controller down, and walked out of the room. That's Even as a twelve-year-old, really I said, funny. "I do, I am, I am, do not want to be in this situation. I choose to leave." I mean, honestly, something that I didn't Hannah even does... want to watch it glitch. I didn't even want to watch someone else do it. I said, this is enough for me. Goodbye. And I left See, the fucking room. I think that's funny as fuck. <laughs> when, when frowns made me play Dead Space 1 for the first time, and they just say, I, run, I just Isaac, to say, run. Run, is, Isaac, is that the run. reason the that you... I got to the elevator and then it still busts through the elevator and gets you. I threw the controller across the room and frowns was almost like upset that I would have broken it, like from hitting a wall or something. Cause I was, I, I was that I upset that he that. made me play that. Oh my God. I fucking love that. 
it, it took a lot of time for me to for me to replay <laughs> That's Dead Space. Really funny. It took even longer for me to replay Resident Evil. I mean, like, and... I, I, okay, I when I first played Resident Evil, even like. I, I would say I was playing Fatal Frame and like Silent Hill and shit, and that's kind of like run away. But I like didn't, I don't know, I didn't, <laughs> I, I kept like just trying to knife shit like when I was like a little kid, the first, first time playing, but it was like the camera angles and like the, the actual like movement really fucked with me. <laughs> it took me like a while to actually get through the game, and then I was obsessed, and then I, like, I think I played like Code Veronica like eight times, like, but well, that's the thing. I didn't even know. <laughs> I didn't even know of the other Resident Evil games as a kid. Like <laughs> as as a 12 year old, I I played sci fi shooters, FPS oh. and and Nintendo products. I was a Nintendo did you, kid. Did you ever play the first Prey? Yes, actually, on Xbox. Oh, I actually just rebought that a while ago because I you're the, played uh, you're the, Indian, the newer the one. Native American dude fighting yeah, the Cherokee. Yeah, because yeah, it has a lot of like, uh, uh, how do I say, like layers of fear stuff, like sci-fi shit. Like, oh, I knocked down a box, a chicken came through, but I can go in the box into another room. Awesome. <laughs> like, for me, that, at, that the, at the time that was very with gore. Um, uh, system shock. Yeah, yeah. I've actually, I've had like five people bring this up in the past like week. What the fuck? System Shock. <laughs> I actually don't know this. Yeah, I don't actually know what System Shock is. Well, I know because people have been talking about it lately. Uh, think early, early stage two K. It's the guy who wrote Bioshock wrote that. Oh, oh! The picture on the front looks like a goofy boy. Okay, okay. <laughs> Okay. okay. We're going away from that. <laughs> he just looks like a troll motherfucker. <laughs> okay. I'm done here. Oh, I'm collecting our stories. The okay, stories I was gonna say I, I haven't even gotten a file. Uh, I don't even know what's going on over here. Apparently we're doing a fucking roulette shotgun wedding of fucking horror oh yeah oh yeah we're doing we're doing rando stories from the internet uh as as we've been known to do none of us well we just picked numbers and let let the good times roll uh, i brought up my no sleep list and our page count uh i just wanted to see how many you know we'd be able to read this episode so we picked four uh short stories from Reddit No Sleep um, to just kind of uh, dip dip our toe for a little bit um, uh, to, yeah, see, to see how uh, to see how No Sleep is doing uh, because each of these have really weird titles. And, <laughs> I haven't um, even heard them. I'm, I'm very curious. And it's going to be uh, <laughs> it's going to be interesting for sure, for sure. Um, or should I be scared? Because I feel like every uh, time, uh, every time it's been like, oh, let's just go full send random. I'm like, fuck it. And then I'm like, oh, God, this looks fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm not going to say that the titles are real, real terrifying. 
Um, okay. but, but they're definitely, you said interesting. They're definitely interesting. They're weird. Uh, we're going to let you go first because of course you did oh. pick first and oh, your, okay. yours have some interesting, uh, titles, but this one, oh. this one is kind of a conversation. So maybe you and I could share this first story <laughs> okay. because it's two people kind of going, uh, back and forth. Okay, um, and we could also play it by ear too. Maybe we could we could just do three, depending on our time. We'll see. With the hour of we'll conversation see. we we'll already see. talked, we're gonna. I don't know what you're talking what about. <laughs> we didn't talk here's, about any. Here's the first one you got. Oh. Oh. Interesting title, huh? Oh, I like it. It's interesting. It's called Faces in the Flowers. If I saw little faces in little flowers, I would literally freak the fuck out. No, I love that. <laughs> I don't. Honestly, like, I like I I do like the concept of like uh, uh, faces or like uh, body parts and flowers. I do. Uh, I feel like I well, constantly forget weird. Yeah. all of the references ever that I've seen that in, but anime, just anime. Yeah. Um, anime. <laughs> no, but I'm. But even, I definitely I'm have a the movie like Annihilation, like um, how the flower, fl- yeah. the flora life took on the shape of Thank human you. bodies. Um, just yeah, I was trying the, to think of like what fucking shit I've seen that in. Yeah, the D. The, they explain the way the DNA can you know uh, existed in that ecosystem that human DNA was being combined with the uh, the flower and fauna in the area. So like the flowers took on human shape. I just I, I love that explanation. It's just yeah. it's so fun. Um, but yeah, there's um there's something terrifying about it at the very same time. It's very unsettling, which is why the yeah. scene the scene itself is unsettling in the movie. Uh, I can't shout out Annihilation enough. That's a wonderful film. <laughs> um, I uh, I I was gonna say I actually have a, a one of my short stories that I'm debating on putting into an actual graphic novel form. But one of my shorts that I have is. Uh, end of story like grandpa's in the garden and then like grandma's like always constantly manicing the flowers in the garden and just like you know little little grandpa body parts coming through the roses and shit <laughs> that's cool yeah 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 um do you want to read it and then i could be like the person you're talking to yeah faces in the flowers Faces Do you see it? In the I asked. <laughs> One more time. Hey, but do you, but do you see? Do you see? Do you see it? <laughs> no. Oh, am I actually reading? Okay. Yeah. Anna asked, squinting. <laughs> it's right there, though. It's small, but it's there in the center. Anna stood up. I don't see an eye in the flower, Dad. Can I go? That was the worst. I waved her away and bent (laughs) closer to the dandelion. The way the white needles came together, yes, there was the silhouette of a human eye. You could see it when the flower caught the sun just right. (laughs) (laughs) I said, plucking the dandelion and blowing the petals into the breeze. The first neon scars of spring completely covered the yard. A kaleidoscope of wildflowers stretched from our driveway to the old rotting barn near the tree line. Cornflowers and yarrow and daisies and poppies. That's 
and and daisies and yarrow and, and, and things and, and stuffs and that other thing bursting from the ground in bright outposts honeysuckle grew in the shadows of the barn filling the, the property with a smell like sugar and dirt and vanilla mom and says buttholes. <laughs> mom says dinner is ready if you want something oh where the fuck did that voice come from? Uh, Mom, it's like a little know. child oo-woo. George. The Georgie call from the porch? <laughs> What'd she make? I asked. George was already back inside. I, am I a you. chick? Okay. No. Okay. Uh, no, you're dad. Oh, I'm the dad. I'm the dad. I'm terrible you're here. You're dad. Yeah. I'm deep voice. I took a last look at the yard and trees before heading for the house. Did you sign yet? Virginia asked me after the kids had gone to bed, and we sat silently in the living room. The TV buzzed as usual. Well, no, uh, not yet. Why not? Well, I didn't. I guess I didn't see no rush. Virginia sighed. <sighs> Nothing is changing, Lloyd. Sure, sure, I know. I'll, I'll, I'll have it signed this weekend. Tomorrow. Virginia went to bed. I went for a night walk. Night walk. <laughs> Sad synth music plays. Oh, hell yeah. There are paths in the woods that are hard to find in daylight and next to impossible with a flashlight. Memory, though, could show you. Memory, though, could show you. I walked through the trees listening to the night sounds, the frogs and crickets in rival orchestras and owls and birds and thrushes and <laughs> owls and thrushes fluttering the whisper of bats on the glide maybe let her stay maybe let her stay a while I asked the forest the wind blew warm from the valley I smelled honeysuckle and made my way home from memory again with a hand from moonlight I see a face daddy Anna told me. That's creepy as fuck. A full face? Where? Show me. Here, by the barn. Come look. I fucking hate it. Burn the barn to the ground. <laughs> she was right. There was a blanket of chicory and paintbrush growing. What? Yeah, a blanket I of chicory and paintbrush? Yeah, just paintbrushes growing out of the fucking ground. And I, and I could say, see a face in the patch. Despite the heat of the sun, I felt a chill. The face was not kind. She had wide violet eyes and cheeks like a ravine. Her mouth was a patch of bare black dirt. Don't play around the barn anymore, I told Hannah. Anna. <laughs> or is that you? What? Promise. That's you. Promise. Promise. But she ignored me, bending down to pluck a flower from the face. <laughs> Anna. Anna. Oh, okay, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> now that's fine. Get Anna, out of here. Get Anna. Anna. I don't want to say that too loud. I feel like Hannah's going to run out in the corner and be like, what do you need? What's up? <laughs> she ate the flower, chewing the bright orange petals. Then Anna went skipping away, dancing to some music in her head. 
I smiled for the last time. That's that's actually kind of fucked up. He's like, don't <laughs> don't be around this planet anymore, okay? Just don't. And she's just like, oh, and eats it. Like, I'd be like, this is the start of something awful. My daughters are cannibal. What do you mean she's fine? Virginia asked. Look at her. I meant, I meant physically. No, it's a different Dr. character. Le- You're oh, fine. I mean, physically, Doctor Levine said, "I can't, I can't find any medical cure cause of her. Uh, the erratic movements, dancing." I said, "She's dancing." Damnedest dance I've ever seen. Virginia said. Night and day, she won't sleep or eat, and she messes herself. Two days, Doctor. She can't keep on. Dr. Levine packed away his bag. She'll stop when she's tired enough. Wow, that's a fucked... (laughs) (laughs) It's for attention, acting out. Kids will do that. Problems at home? I'll walk you out. (laughs) Because you're a dick, I said. Who gave you your doctorate? I actually gave it to myself. I am Dr. Sir Man. (laughs) Virginia and I... (laughs) I am Candy Doctor... Virginia and I sat on the porch watching Anna and George twisting in the yard. Uh, That's not twisting. That's like... They're doing the twist. stroking out. (laughs) The sun was falling and their shadows jutted and snapped as they danced through the wildflowers. And it was slower, weaker. It was all we could do to hold her down long enough to force a handful of water and some honey into her mouth. Now that George had started dancing as well, Virginia and I were finally talking regular again. We might tie them down to their beds for a day or three. Day or three, I, I suggested. Doc says it's psycho, psycho, some, some antics. Psychosomatic. Yeah, psycho, psycho mantis. <laughs> psycho mantis. <laughs> psycho mantis. <laughs> Virginia corrected. I rocked my chair. Exactly that. Could be all we need <laughs> to do is keep them still a spell and it'll cure up. Keep them still a spell. Okay. Virginia alarmed, stared out at the children, and it was losing weight. Her white dress loose on scarecrow arms. George was sweating terribly, rolling in the flowers, staining his shirt the same color as the sunset. I'm scared. Virginia told me, touching my arm for the first time in a year. They're not well. (laughs) Wow, yeah, your fucking relationship's not well. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I patted her hand. I'm scared, too. What'll become of us, Lloyd? It'll be fine. I lied. No trouble at all. I kept lying. I woke up to the sound of a bird thumping into the window. When I pulled the blind, I saw it was not a bird, but my wife. She was dancing with the children in the yard, eyes closed, eyes whipping up and down. Occasionally, her hands slapped the window. Her face has turned towards the sky, scorched with ecstasy. Once, <laughs> damn, once more, her palm found the glass. This time, so hard the window shattered. Blood spurted in and across the floor. The droplets reminded me of the wildflowers. Virginia smeared a crimson streak down what remained of the glass. 
and then she danced away. Outside, the day was furnace hot. Anna lay in the grass, unable to stand, but still twitching. George loomed over her, stomping and shaking and grinning and jumping, all three of them fighting me as I dragged them inside. I wept as I tied them into their beds with thick rope. I fed them as best as best I could, gave them milk and bread dissolved in cold water. Anna couldn't take in any, spat it up. Yeah, that's what it says. No, 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 no. I prayed by her bed. Please give her back. I fell asleep. There on the floor next to my daughter, I awoke to moonlight brushing my cheek and the sound of wind chimes. Anna still lay tied to her bed, shaking, trying to move. The chimes were soft and old. I followed the sound outside into the night. Oh, I whispered when I caught sight of the thing sitting on the barn. Jesus in heaven, watch over me! Not here. The creature called. Come closer. The figure was twice as tall as the... Oh, okay, Jesus fucking Christ. Twice as tall as the barn. This is not just a fucking guy. It sat on the roof, one leg dangling. As it approached, the moon seemed brighter, and I saw the abomination clear. She was beautiful and slender with skin... Oh, damn. Beast fucking... Okay. Skin like <laughs> sycamore tree bark. Body. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, tree father. Oh. Her face contained the impression of wild animals and skull poked and skull poked through here and oh and her skull poked through here and there over one ear twisted a great whirl of black antler festooned with vines and flowers over the other ear a ram's horn white but spotted with the dark red of old blood green eyes the size of dinner plates flickered like the first stars to ever stain the sky when she exhaled, the wind breathed with her, ripped at me with the smell of honeysuckle and spoiled meat. Flowers spilled from her body and covered the barn, a vivid curtain filled with a, an entire garden. I dropped to my knees, overwhelmed. I was a rabbit trapped by a dog or a lawnmower. <laughs> Are very two <laughs> different, different things. Analogies. Yeah, <laughs> my heart bashed so hard against my chest. I wondered when my sternum might crack. Why don't you dance? She asked me, and in her voice rang the chimes and bells, whistling flutes and the call of pipes. What? I choked out. You don't recognize me. You don't know the king of the vine? I shook my head. The night became much colder. The creature leaned down and barn and the barn creaked. You refuse to dance and you claim you don't know me even though you called to me in the forest. I never called. Never! Your heart never. did. <laughs> you wanted my help. You wanted to keep your family here with you, for them to be happy. He was just bad at dancing. He just needed some help. 
<laughs> Teach him the cha-cha slide. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just the flail, just the, the mosh pit is really what it back. is. <laughs> I tried to stand up, found that my legs would not respond. You're killing them! The king shrugged. I die each year, every year, for as long as days have been counted, what is one death to worry over? No, no, no. Please don't. Please let them be. Let them stop. Let them stab. The giant regarded me for a moment from her improvised throne. When she moved, the flowers in the yard moved with her, stretching, caught in her orbit. How cruel you are, she said finally. You ask for my help, but reject my gift. You see me as so few do, but do not recognize me. I'm sorry, I'll do anything. My gift was given freely, but my help has a price. Anything! Your eyes. I cried for the last time. Okay! Okay. My, okay. Thank God. Just plucks them both out. My world went black. That will do for your children. For the woman, something small. Something you barely care for. As she barely cares for you. Anything! I said into the darkness. Your name. Take the damn thing! She did. I felt it leave me like a bird dropping from a nest. You'll need to steal a new name then. The King of the Vine whispered. Or beg for one. Or borrow. A great pressure lifted, and I knew she was gone. It took me some time to find my way back to the house, relying on memory. Several times I stumbled through the thick flowers. And it was not in her bed. Only coils of empty rope. George was missing, as was Virginia. I found them eventually in the, la in the yard. I knew them by the feel of their faces, familiar lines. I screamed when I stumped upon them. They were still, at least, rooted to the ground and so thin. From a distance, I'm sure they'd look like any other sunflowers. It's taken me years to learn how to navigate the world without sight and without my family. There are lovely devices that read to you, write for you, keep you connected when you're, when you're alone. I find myself online more and more as I drift through the rest of this life. A message came in the other day, an offer for new eyes. I don't know how they found me, and I don't much trust free things anymore, but I can't help myself. Curiosity. A chance to see the faces of my own family again, however they might look. The email had my old name, but I don't use that anymore. I wouldn't steal one either. I'm too proud to beg. Do you need to put a name to me in your head? All right, you might call me Borrow. What? Because he borrowed. Interesting. Seems like it might be a part of a series or something. 
Okay, I was like, damn, what does that mean? But also, it stands alone as its own product. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I, he just wants to see his his family in in the flowers. He wants to see a weird weird I nose the, uh, poking out of the, poking out of flower. The forest spirit entity. I thought I, I, thought I did not expect cool. that. That was that was a little creature feature. I was not thinking her of her as a thick bootied uh, tree lady. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, that never happened. I'm not. I don't know who you're talking about. Glitch? <laughs> Who's that? What? Hmm? What? My little brother. My, my like little brother's actually talking that, right now. Uh, that uh, the uh, the family became the flowers at the end. I like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. the almost. Yeah, I was curious how I was going to round back. Of, of finding the first face and then it eventually being kind of a sealed fate. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's the best thing Sim- we've ever simple, read, but, but I'm not going yeah. to say it's the worst thing we've ever read. Yeah. Yeah, we've definitely read worse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, um, yeah, no, that, was, that was fun, though. That was a good, that was a good happy read, medium, though. I'm going to read my first one, if you'd like to follow along. Oh. I thought this title was apropos. Also, I, I think it's funny because... I was like uh, listening to some of my previous episodes and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, these all sound good. And like specifically the last episode, I think I was just like, yeah, I was like real fucked up or something. I was just like, and then the thing I just felt like today, Junior, like, oh, my God. Nah, don't be hard. Look at who I am. Look at who I am. Look at who I am. The reading, the reading comes with time and no one, you know. No, really I, was, I was like, I had a cider and then I had two ciders. And you can <laughs> tell when I had three ciders. And that's <laughs> when I started reading at a, a second grade level. Very good. Very good. Uh, I'm, I'm going to read a short story now and you could do all the voices for when I'm talking to someone. Because uh, I see there's a lot of dialogue in this one as well. I just um, see like a coupon ad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Uh, <laughs> this one has a fun title, which I felt like was cool uh, compared to the other ones that, that we selected for today. Um, this one reads, my town stays inside when the wind blows from the West, which reminds me of two stories we've read recently, which was one on your episode the last time with, I think the radio or the phone. Mm-hmm the phone talking mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to the to the person who was stuck in the cabin and then um there was a uh an episode i called dad's spaghetti with, with as an alien episode with my buddy uh gnarly charlie and uh that episode is about aliens like taking the skin of people and like pretending to be someone you loved and um he always talks about like when he goes into like alien transmission form he's like I always like it when the wind blows from the north and he like <laughs> talks about turning the kids into like wind chimes essentially so the wind okay, can blow fun. through their skin something yeah, yeah, along their those souls. lines. Yeah. yeah, it's it was really cool. So that that makes me rem, you know I'm reminded of that I want when it. I read this title. So my town stays inside when the wind blows from the west. Every house in my town has a weather vane. 
all of the stores and buildings, and the library too. We learned to watch the veins carefully when we were out. If the arrows called for a west wind, you went inside. It didn't matter if you were at home or at the park or walking down Main Street. If a west wind blew, you went inside as fast as you could. I was working a shift after school at Burger Burger, <laughs> Hungry Burger, when an, early, when an early dinner rush started. It quickly turned what? into a full-on crowd <laughs> migration. I shared a look with Tony the cook, and we only saw traffic like that when the wind was up and people were ducking inside wherever they could. Tony and I both turned to Rosanna, she was already wiping the chalkboard over the counter clean, and in big, clean letters, she wrote, West Wind Happy Hour, everything 50% off. And the orders came rolling in, so I stopped wiping down tables and went to help Rosanna with customers. Everybody was chatty energized. It had been more than three months since the last real West Wind. We'd seen little breezes that sent people scurrying for a few minutes, but nothing like the gale that was building up outside. A copse of pines that lined one side of the building lot were all bending in supplication to the wind, branches bowing and trembling. The sky was beginning to darken, cloud cover rolling in like gray tarp. Swings were even whipping back and forth at the park across the street. Looks like a big one today, Tony said, laying around another line of burgers on the grill. I could at hear burger, the burger. sizzle at Burger Burger. <laughs> above My name the is rumble. actually Cook the Cook. <laughs> My name is Mario Mario. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tony the Tony. The rumble of conversation. There were at least two dozen people packed into the small restaurant. The booths and tables were filled, and several customers were just standing in front of the big bay windows, sipping milkshakes and watching the storm. Rosanna scooted past me to, ch to get change from the register. Our arms touched, and I felt a little electric rush connect my throat and my stomach. <laughs> Rosanna, with her black hair and blue eyes. Rosanna, with that smirk that could destroy a rude customer in an instant. Are you okay, hun? <laughs> she asked. You're staring. Just, uh, had a mental checkout for a second. Sorry. Rosanna rolled her eyes. Get in gear, cowboy. That's that's hilarious. I didn't even make that <laughs> yep, up. Yep, I like it. That matches. <laughs> Orders are waiting. I can hear Tony cursing in the milkshake mixer. Maybe you should. She stopped talking. The whole room stopped. Two dozen voices all collectively muted at once. We all saw the same thing. There was a car on the road driving slowly past the diner. Christ. They were outside, and the west wind oh, was only stupid. getting nastier. Christ, Tony whispered. I don't think they know. The car, a sapphire blue sedan, was moving at a crawl. I saw two people inside, the one behind the wheel gesturing toward the park. They had out-of-state license plates. Tourists, probably just passing through town. They wouldn't know. Of course they wouldn't know. Our town's little quirk wasn't a secret exactly, but we were isolated, didn't see too many visitors, and the winds were rare enough that usually everyone was inside and safe by the time it really got blowing. Usually. 
being out in a car while the west wind was roaring wasn't a death sentence. My dad had a long talk with me when I'd gotten my license. If the wind is just starting, pull over and go inside anywhere you can, he told me. The two of us sitting in my brand new 15-year-old Chevy pickup. If the wind is coming in hard and you're not in town, drive east. You'll be fine if you can make it five or so miles in that direction. You'll notice the wind doesn't blow the same once you're that far out of town. Go past the Wainwright farm and a good way and you're safe. Now, if you ever get caught out driving for whatever reason, when it's uh, getting ugly and the sky is black and you start seeing shadows out when they shouldn't be, uh, you uh, park the car. You roll up the windows, you lock the doors, and you hunker down. Keep the car running, play the radio as loud as you can, and uh, try not to even look outside. <laughs> then, you, uh, then you wait until the wind dies down. But this blue Ford inching down the street didn't look like it was going to park at the diner. And it wasn't driving away from the wind. It was heading west toward the valley, toward the source of the storm. The clouds above Burger Burger looked like a warm blanket that had been ripped to pieces and stuck back together. We could hear the wind now whistling past the windows, plucking leaves from the trees. Turn around. I heard Rosanna whisper. Get the fuck out of town. I thought you were going to be hit me with a turn around. The Ford continued its slow motion roll. Lights begin to flicker inside of the restaurant. Then they went out. That usually happened when the wind was up, but rarely this soon. This is going to be a bad one. Tony said. The crowd of customers were restless. Rarely, nearly everyone standing at the window was watching the car. I was trying to mentally tell them to turn around, to hit the gas, to head east like the devil was licking their heels. Or if they at least parked and hunkered down, that they might be able to wait Hunker out the down. <laughs> okay, sorry. The Ford slowed to a stop next to the park, and for a brief moment I wondered if telepathy was real. And then the driver's door opened. Someone in the diner gasped, and a few started to murmur. Close the door. Close the door. Close the fucking door! Tony whispered, coming out of the kitchen to stand with Rosanna and me behind the counter. Can we signal him? Rosanna asked. Someone can open the door and... Fuck that! One of the customers shouted. (laughs) I recognized him as John Stamos or other what a or dick. whoever yeah. delivered what an our asshole. Mail. The Ford's driver got out, one arm raised to shield his face from the wind. He was short, gray-haired, and the woman who stepped out of the passenger side of the car was much the same. They looked they they stood together looking out into the park. The sky was a dark bruise of clouds and the wind was somewhere between howl and roar. There was no rain. Still shitty conditions for a day at the park I turned to Rosanna what do you think they're doing why, why did they get out of the car she bit her lip they uh, they seem like they're looking for something maybe drugs the couple began to walk <laughs> away from the car towards the park Rosanna was practically vibrating next to me knuckles white as she clutched oh. the countertop she glanced up at me with those blue eyes again, and I knew whatever oh she God. asked 
I'd agree. We have to help them, she said. There's still time. A gust of wind made the building creak. I wasn't so sure. Please? Rosanna asked. We can't just watch. She didn't wait for my answer. Rosanna cut through the crowd. They were all watching her. By the time she reached the door, there was a wide, empty space around her. Empty, except for me. I was a little surprised at how quickly I followed her. Rosanna's hand was shaking, and it took her a moment to touch the push bar. You got my back, honey bunches. She whispered without looking. <laughs> Always, I said, barely fighting off the urge to wet my pants and run. Rosanna, <laughs> Rosanna took a breath and opened the door. The sound of the wind instantly f f formed a whistle to a shriek. I hardly noticed due to the smell, though. It was vicious, a wet animal odor that made my eyes water and throat tighten. Someone behind me threw up. The scent was part fungal rot, part waste, thick and invasive. I'd smelled it before when I'd gotten caught out in an early west wind, but the odor was never as strong as it was then. Bent over almost in half gagging, I reached out to close the door, and I stopped. Rosanna was already two steps outside. She'd pulled her apron up to cover her nose and mouth. The wind whipped the bottom of it, her hair, and tried to knock her over as she crossed the parking lot, but Rosanna kept moving. Oh shit, okay, okay, I said following her out into the storm. The wind was so much colder than I expected. Goddamn near Arctic. It bit and tore away any body heat, and by the time I caught up to Rosanna, I was shivering and numb. The old couple was still standing next to their car, looking outwards toward the park. Nearby trees were bending so far in the gale, I thought some might snap. Leaves blew away in green bursts. That was my distant hay. Oh, I, d I totally didn't hear it. Okay, I was, I was hey, but I, I, I wasn't aware <laughs> You literally just did some, some throat <laughs> Yeah, I was, was like, gonna... I don't know if you just thought I was just dying in the background. Totally didn't, time, even, like, didn't even. I was like, oh, I need to. Hello, I. I... Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Rosanna shouted towards the strangers. It's not safe out there. You need to come with us. We were halfway across the parking lot, maybe a hundred feet from the couple, and they, they didn't hear her, or they ignored her. A vein of purple lightning shot through the cloud cover, and there was a croak of thunder, but it sounded warped, like someone had recorded it and played it in reverse. Still, no rain. Rosanna and I kept moving forward, hunched over, and taking slow steps. Both of us were breathing hard by the time we crossed the parking lot. The wind had a way of ripping the air right out of your lungs. The rancid odor made it impossible for me to inhale through my nose, making everything even more miserable. Another bolt of violet lightning lit up the parking lot. Rosanna and I both stopped. Shadows cast by the flash lingered on the ground long after the light had faded. They looked like they were cast from about a dozen people gathered in a circle around us. Rosie, I whispered. Is that you? I see him. The shadows were still. <laughs> Rosanna and I shared a glance. 
I don't think either of us was eager to try and walk around them. Lightning went off again and the shadows evaporated for a moment, then returned much closer. Instead of a dozen shapes, now there were too many to count. Fuck this, Rosanna said, and she ran. I followed. We went over the I'll shadows at the same time. It was like running through a mix of sand and oil. The cold from the window was drowned out by a terrible heat for a few seconds, so intense I gasped. Once I was past the shadows, the temperature dropped like a bird with a broken wing. I was shaking again, not just from the cold, more from this strange thunder, more lightning. The west wind was nearly knocking me off my feet. We have to go back, I yelled to Rosanna, and she shook her head, dark hair flying in the wind. We're close. They're coming back with us. The couple hadn't moved from their position on either side of the car. They were both staring out for something in the park, exactly as they had been for several minutes now. In fact, neither seemed to have shifted at all. Same body language, same everything. Something's wrong, I said, stopping. Rosanna was pressing forward. What? We, we need, need to... to... The rest of my we words were lost to. in oh. a rush of water. It was finally raining. We were out of time. Come on, I yelled, reaching out for Rosanna, and she was too far away and still moving toward the couple. I'd never been caught in rain during a west wind storm before. It's not an experience I ever want to repeat. The drops came down cold and oily, and there was a tingle, nearly a burn, when the water touched any skin, and the rotting smell got so much worse. Are we having our first strand-type story is that is, is that what's happening right now are we having our, yeah, was, are we having a strand say, a strand adventure i was initially gonna say uh god what is the guy from tom welling no guy from smallville the mist oh yeah <laughs> just get lost with the fog the fog yeah yeah yeah, yeah. thank you thank you thank you thank you but now so with the acid rain, I'm thinking this is our this is our death stranding. <laughs> uh, this is our first strand type gameplay. And, and then they just kept following the images of the people into a walking sim for years <laughs> come. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, the rotting smell got so much worse I could barely see through the downpour, and I bumped into Rosanna's back. She was shaking. Are you cold? I asked, and she shook her head. I looked past her and understood. The couple had moved, and now they were standing at the edge of the parking lot between the diner and the park facing us. Everything about their features were off. No lines on their faces at all. Smooth. Artificial. Even in the rain, I could see that their eyes and noses and lips all were horribly perfect and so similar like dolls. Okay, so Metal Gear sound, and then... It was a trick! <laughs> Rosanna whispered. Something tugged on my leg. I looked down. Nothing. Not just nothing, but an absence. An empty pocket of air in the shape of a crawling human outlined in the rain. Mm. Rosanna made a sound like a whimper. There were dozens of the invisible shapes all around us, dragging, limping, closing in slowly. Rosie, I said, reaching out for her hand. We have to go. Oh. I pulled, but she didn't move. Rosanna began making a choking sound. <laughs> Rose? I stepped forward and saw it. 
One of the outlines had her by the throat and it was forcing her jaw open. Another invisible thing was wrapped around her leg. I tried to kick at it and felt no resistance. My foot passed through the rain into a dry spot, then back into water. The same effect happened when I attempted to push the entity choking Rosanna back. It was like the creatures were only physically present when they wanted to be. Not having any other options, I picked Rosanna up. She was small, light, and still choking. I ran all about eight feet before a grip clamped down on my leg, and my calf lit up with an electric agony as something bit into the meat. I screamed and the wind stole the sound. More invisible teeth punctured my arms, my back, even an eye. Rosanna was convulsing, and it was all I could do to keep standing. Then a horrible pressure took my jaw, and I felt my mouth being forced open. She's just like, honey, honey, leave me. It's how I want to go. <laughs> I knew that I was going to die. I hoped it would just be death. Everything in me was ripping, breaking, screaming, and some outside force was making its way in. Thoughts that weren't my own started to drip down behind my eyes. Violent thoughts, hungry dreams. Strong hands on me again, not hurting though, lifting. Through blurry eyes and rain, I turned and saw a man next to Rosanna and me. Tony, for the fucking win. <laughs> fucking rock. <laughs> he said, picking up Rosie over one shoulder, using his free arm to support me. The biting got worse, and the wind pushed me back, but I ran, tripping and shaking loose from invisible fingers. I moved as fast as I could. It seemed like it took a year to cross the parking lot, and then all three of us were back inside the diner. The moment the door closed behind me, all the pain and pressure was gone. The wind roared outside, but couldn't get in. Tony was pale and wheezing, but otherwise fine. He'd put Rosanna in one of the one of the booths. She was curled up, small. I staggered oh, over. <laughs> I staggered over and touched her arm. <laughs> Rosie, and she looked up at me with the brightest green eyes. The storm should be over soon, Rosanna said. Her voice buzzed for a moment, like a room speaking all at once. By the time Rosie said her last word, she sounded normal again. It might have just been my imagination. They've actually sounded like this the whole time. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I've been smoking for 67 years, I'm only 34, I don't even know. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad the smoker voice made an appearance. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't help myself. I honestly, when they're like drudging through the storm, I just imagine ah, my sciatica. Like, <laughs> I just always go chocolate. <laughs> I remember when they invented chocolate. <laughs> when things it. were made out of metal. <laughs> oh shit! I liked that story. That story was fun. It was, it was, it was very, uh, it was very strand type, I will admit. Yeah, the outside, I mean, I, obviously zombie situation going on, but I like that it was like a, you know, it's not like a, uh, I, I generally don't really 
you know, hate me if you want. I generally don't care for zombie things because a lot of zombie things are too generic or are done really bad. But oh, I, I do like a good, like, generic take on a zombie thing, you know. It's just like, what's in the rain? You didn't expect this. It's fucking zombies. Well, it wasn't zombies. It was, uh, well, it was well, shadows. Like it, was, or... it, was the, it was the absence well, like, of people. They were invisible. But, but you know, these, like, these, like, ominous things. It's like, uh, how do I say this? It's like a, 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 a Will Smith uh, vampire. You. Thank you. Yeah. They're like vampire zombie things, you know? like Yeah. Some sort of, like, undead horde-esque things. Yeah, but this, this like uh, the reason I'm actually saying Death Stranding is because they actually appear to be like shadows. They they were like, they it was some type of uh, some otherworldly, otherworldly entity. That's that's fine. You just need to know that it's a walking sim with shadow people. And yeah, honestly, that's all I know. Babies. That's why I didn't yeah. buy it. Yeah, that's I've fine. literally seen a reference in another game, but I can't even remember the game that it references, but Frown's, I have a baby in a thing. Frowns fucking loved it, and he made me play maybe six hours of it, and I got nothing, <sighs> I got nothing out of it. See, I okay, can I, I'm uh, tiny rant. I feel the same way with, like, No Man's Sky with that kind of thing. Like, when No Man's Sky first came out, I was like, it has to be good, so, it has to be good at some point, right? I'll just keep flying from another planet to another planet. And I feel like it's the same thing. It's just like, it'll be fine. I just now, gotta keep yeah, running. I, mean, I just gotta keep running right that was when the game was first released right yeah but i just feel like it's i just you know i could play black desert online if i really want to fucking just run around a map for like 40 hours yeah no fair all fair all fair yeah good 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 rain is that the actual same like enemies too they're like these weird like like a invisible hollow man thing yeah, the only way to see them is with your like oh. your blinking light, and they're not necessarily okay. invisible. I kind of like they are that like now. A, they're like sludge. They're like um, oh, okay. okay. They're like made of like an otherworldly material. Because I, I seen like I saw like early early trailers, but I didn't actually see like the the monster itself. You know, the creatures now, you, themselves. You remember that like oil that you see coming out of Mads mm-hmm. Mikkelsen? It's kind of mm-hmm. like the 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 entity. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that then. I enjoyed it. I actually do like the the sci- like the sci fi kind of feel to it, you know. Well, for me, that was almost like a a fun kind of uh, episode of like a Twilight Zone, you know, like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Have, a, we have a group of people another alternate world, very, very you know, uh, Night of the Living Dead. Ooh, it's really happening. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you know we we have people who just want to go out into the storm and try and help people. And then it turns out some like Eldritch shit is going on. Some madness mm-hmm. kind of otherworldly phenomenon, which, you know, I could get behind it. And if you didn't like, like if you just, every time that I go, Hey, you just imagine like, hello, sir. Like, you know, like a really nice female's voice. And then that, you know, that would also change the story a little bit, but you know, until then you get a Beatrice. It was rosy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Beatrice now. That's my middle name. That's what everybody calls me. All right, <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna move on to your next story, which um, uh, for, uh, I I I might be wrong in this assumption, but is that or is that not? Excuse uh, me. Well, I yeah. Is that a song? I want to say that's Jimi Hendrix line, 
Lines? That, that is what I believe it is. So, okay. Excuse me while I kiss the sky is the the title of the next story we're reading from No Sleep. And I also I have friends. It was Jimi Hendrix lines. I would I have friends that would like slap me for not knowing the song. Well, I just knew that I'm they Googling. were lyrics or something. I'm which is Googling. fine. The sound of typing. You're trying to figure out what song Purple it is. Haze. I'm just I was like, I think it's just Purple Haze. I'm stupid. Okay, cool. <laughs> I didn't know either. It's fine. That's all I needed. Now to the audience that uh that didn't know. There you go. I found that for you. They were all screaming out in a cacophony yeah. of rage. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. I we'll no, I it felt it. Comments. I felt it. I had to Google it. Yeah, yeah. For as long as I can remember, I've been afraid of heights. Even standing on a twelve foot ladder paralyzes me. It's not a fear like being afraid of spiders or dying. I don't lie awake at night worrying about the next time I'm going to be up in a high place somewhere going to be up high somewhere and I don't see tall buildings and shudder but once I'm but once I'm high man <laughs> up in the air How for some reason I <laughs> I entirely shut down I have to be away from the edge with a firm grip on something very steady it's uncontrollable and quite frankly embarrassing so I decided to face my fear and my former best friend decided to help me this see, is see I'm, I'm pretty sorry. bad with heights that's too. Already, I mean, even I, like, I, I, I kind of faced it uh, a couple years ago when I jumped out of a plane. But for me, mm. like, that wasn't. The it's same. like it's like a different experience. Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, yeah, being up high and being stationary is different than falling. Well, because it's don't you mind also the like sensation of falling. That that was it reminded me of a roller coaster. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I jumped out of a plane. Agreed. And and like it was because you're secured. I was controlled. Something, something you know? is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Something and is there in place for you to not fucking die. <laughs> and there's not something when you're just up high, you know, like on the yeah. side of a mountain, on the top of a building. Like, I, I don't like it. As little as three stories, and I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> he is a radio antenna engineer. Oh, you know. those fucking guys. That Those fucking guys. You know, those fucking guys. The guys who have to climb those 2,000-foot needle towers to replace and fix things when they need fixing or replacing. Okay, also insert Fuck real quick. Fuck that job, dude. Yeah, no, honestly, even I, I, like, don't really have, like, a fear of heights, really. But, like, I, I sent a video to Mosher a while ago. Some dude's, like, exploring, finding some really crazy, like, underground facility thing. Looks yeah. like some fucking backroom shit. Yeah. But the same guys are like in the middle of a fucking storm like fuck it let's climb the radio and a fucking tower yeah like, fucking all those fucking, uh, urban explorers always find reasons to climb the radio towers <laughs> it, it, Dude, it drives me insane that shit's sketchy the footage of them up there with their selfie sticks and shit sketchy no way okay when he proposed the idea of me going on a job with him i was extremely resistant as you can imagine. <laughs> yeah, understatement. I was thinking of standing on the roof of my house and f to face my fear. Yeah, that's see, I see like he has like a double wide and he's like standing on like the low end <laughs> of the house. Like, yeah, I'm good. No, look, I'm facing my fears. I don't want to go with that tower no more. Not okay. I was thinking of standing on the roof of my house to face my fear, not scaling a giant sewing needle held up by a bunch of metal cables tethered to the ground. He was persuasive, however, convincing me that when you're up there, everything below is so far away 
that it almost feels fake. That's a fucking lie. It's like looking at a model town for a train set from far away, dude. You'll be, you'll be fine, bro. Trust me, bro. But that's the problem with like, with like seeing <laughs> things know. in macro. Like when you see yeah. photography in macro of something small, <laughs> yeah. I was you're thinking able like tilt I'm not. I'm not ever in a plane looking down, going, <laughs> look at all the small things. I'm going. Wow, I am up so fucking high that if yeah. I fall from this distance, I will be atomized upon re-entry. I just the next paragraph just I shouldn't have. <laughs> right. <laughs> Trust me, you'll be fine. And then the it's always sunny theme plays like you know, it's like nothing was fine. <laughs> no, honestly that no it, the intro to this if this is a sunny was literally just like I'm afraid of heights. Hey, bud, you want to go up a radio tower? Did it! You know. <laughs> I shouldn't have. To get up there, you first have to take a small elevator about three quarters of the way up. This ride probably only took a couple of minutes, but it felt like hours. I stood in this tiny elevator with my friend, hard hat on my head, gloves on my hands, tether with a big metal fucking hook at the end attached to a harness around my sternum, thinking to myself, this is the day I die. <laughs> yeah. My buddy tried to console me by saying, hey, hey, man, I'm the one who has to lug the heavy tool bag up that tiny ladder, bro. Somehow, his words didn't help. <laughs> when the elevator doors opened, he practically leapt into the little platform, onto the little platform, and up the old metal ladder, leaving me there in a full view of the world. A burst of cold air hit my face as the wind blew. The platform in front of me was about three square feet of metal grating. If I stepped out of that elevator, it would be the only thing between me and the ground. Well, that and, you know, 1,700 feet of atmosphere. For some reason, I peeked my head now out first and looked up. Even though our destination was only a few hundred feet away, it looked like miles. The world spun and my stomach fell to the ground as I looked up at the, at the top of the tower. The edges of my peripheral vision began to shrink as I melted into the corner of the elevator. <laughs> Me, Dude. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you would not be able to get... Nah, I like, I feel that, but like, I would, I would... At the very least, like, be freaking out a little bit, like, hanging out in that fucking elevator for a while. You'd have to do some convincing to get my ass down. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't even know if, I, yeah, I don't even know if I'd be there. <laughs> You'd be in this situation at all? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, touche with that. Yeah, I wouldn't really be convinced into that anyway. Yeah, you always Those have, like, that one stupid that friend that's like, bro. To the top of these fucking buildings, like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't even trust them. I didn't even notice that my buddy had joined my level once again. T don't look up, dude. It's even worse than looking down. Like, I, I already, you already fucking did that. And don't hold the rail so tight or lock your knees like that. Like, yeah, just don't, just don't hold on at all. It's fine. <laughs> all your blood will go to your extremities and you'll pass out. I urged him to go ahead without me and begged him to swipe his access card and send me back to the ground, <laughs> but he refused. What a fucking dick. I got a job to do up here and I need a need a spotter. You're that guy. Now now man the 
fuck up. This is the worst friend ever. What an asshole. What the fuck? Dude, this, they didn't even give it a name. I fucking hate this guy. This guy's name is Clyde. I hate him. <laughs> he gave me a few more words of advice before I stood on, on up on shaky legs. Yeah. I thought my knocking knees would vibrate the whole tower. He talked me through my first steps onto the platform. <laughs> Don't look up, I told myself. So I just focused on the metal of the tower in front of me, staring at nothing but that metal, trying to convince myself that I was on solid ground with every step. Every muscle in my body hurt as I couldn't help but tense up. After a few more words of encouragement, I took my first baby half step towards the ladder and exhaled. I felt every sway of my body. I felt like I was trying to stand on the surface of a wavy ocean. I could feel myself falling even though my feet were firmly planted on the platform. I needed to reach for the ladder, but doing so would require require me to let go of the railing next to the elevator, and in my mind, that was the only thing keeping me from floating off the edge. I reached with one hand as far as I could towards the towards the ladder while keeping the other on that rail. But I just couldn't make it. Then why would they I make it my... that way? Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> it's built for tall people. What do you mean? This guy's actually 5'4". He, he was fucked from the beginning. <laughs> I widened my stance and, and reached out again. Still short. See? See, he's short. So I let go of the rail in order to reach the ladder. For that one split second, I was weightless. I don't like that. Nope. <laughs> Nothing but my feet on the platform and my now shaky equilibrium kept me upright. I could practically feel a hand pushing me towards the edge, forcing my reflexes to, to lean me back. To which I responded by flailing my arms and falling forward reaching for the only thing I could grip the ladder come on up man you do great I could hear <laughs> fucking Clive fucking chuckling above baby step again up this time nowhere else to go other foot I now had two feet on the bottom rung of the ladder I was hugging it like an old friend I hadn't seen in decades <laughs> Every gust of wind felt like a typhoon. Another rung, then another, then another. I worked my way very slowly up the ladder. Before I knew it, I was on another platform, barely big enough for the both of us. My arms and legs were tired than they'd ever been. Even though I'd only ascended 20 or 30 steps, I felt like I'd run back to back marathons with wrist weights. My jaw was sore from clenching my teeth. I didn't even realize that the world had gone dark until I heard my buddy's voice. Open your eyes, man. Nah. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I shouldn't. Again, I shouldn't have. <laughs> the first thing I saw was the ladder. The ladder that would take us the rest of the way up. It was not but a series of rungs, no wider than my foot, slightly curved upward, protruding from either side of a skinny pole. Uh, do you actually know what, he, I know what these that? Ones. 
Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. I fucking hate this. I actually yep. fucking hate that. Yep, yep, yep. This is where you'll need your tether, brah, he said before beginning his ascent. Stay at least seven rungs behind me and watch my tools, brah. You only have to go up <laughs> ten of them. <clears throat> I'm dying. Ten of them and you'll stop while I work, okay? Before I knew what had happened, he was calling for me to climb. Just stare at the metal, I told myself. After four rungs, I found out that was impossible. At this height, there was no metal to look at beyond yeah, the narrow pole up which I was climbing. Yeah, dude, yeah, fuck the, that. The, the As you're just getting sides, fucking... There's nothing to look at, man. And then the wind just slaps tossed. you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like I fucking tossed by the fucking wind. I can't handle that shit. <laughs> I finally saw the view fully. I could practically see the curvature of the earth. Off in the distance and below us, I could see clouds rolling into the rolling with the wind, which is ever present at these heights. God. My heart fell out of my chest to the ground. Everything around me was blurry from the tears in my eyes to the cold gust of winds. Why did he give you some fucking goggles or something? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. You have like, you, you, you are not fucking prepared. The right shit. This guy has like a whole backpack full of shit, and he's like, "Yeah, just come on, bro." Like, can I have? Can I have a hat? Like, <laughs> like well, they did say dude. they had hard hats on, which is the least of my concern. Oh yeah, that is true. That is true. That is true. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, I understand, but like, footwear, uh, you know, uh, belt or harness that latches onto any part of this. I look straight down. That's never good. I could see a car pulling up to the tower that was the size of a baby ant. I couldn't see if a person had gotten out. The once distinctive features of the ground below now appeared to be nothing but flat green and brown black background. I could feel myself slipping even though my grip around this ladder was tighter than a vice lock. My ears rung. My head buzzed. My joints ached. I could barely breathe. I couldn't move at all, and I wasn't where I needed to be. <laughs> I heard the voice of my friend. Don't stop there. I need you to spot me, bro. But I wasn't fucking going anywhere. In my mind's eye, I saw myself falling. I almost felt myself go. Then I saw something dangling in front of my face. A teardrop-shaped cloth hanging from a bright orange strap. It was swung there back and forth in front of my eyes as my friend's voice came into focus. Heads up, brah, he said as the tool bag swung towards my face. My natural reaction was to lean back to avoid the incoming blow. So I did. <laughs> Someone extending my arms from the bear hug. Suddenly I took mental shock of my surroundings. The only thing keeping me from it, keeping me attached to this ladder, 1,700 feet above the ground where were my two hands. My very tired hands, attached to my very sore arms. I started to lose grip. God, <laughs> my friend must have been horrified. From his view, he saw me below him, birds below that, and then nothing but metal, air and earth and I was pulling away from the metal toward the air and earth because of his dumbass joking attempt to break me out of my trance. 
He reacted quickly, attaching his tether to the tower and releasing his grip from the ladder to grab my little orange vest before I fell. For a brief second after my hands left the ladder and before his hands got a hold of that vest, I was free falling to my death. Everybody, everything was that was blurry came into focus. The tower above and below, the rocks below that, the temperature of the air, the sound of the wind, the soreness of my throat. I was acutely aware of each. As he held my vest, himself only attached to the tower by a metal hook attached to the end of a strap that was in turn attached to a harness around his body, I took one last hook look up at the top of the tower and the sky beyond. I didn't get dizzy. I didn't melt into the lack of the floor beneath me. My vision didn't shrink. It grew. I don't know if it was adrenaline or what, but I suddenly snapped out of it and grabbed his hand, pulling myself back to the tower. Just as he turned his body and started to reach for the ladder, I heard a snap and saw a blur. His hook had broken. He was falling. I was going to watch my friend fall 1,700 feet to his death. Everything slowed to a crawl. I saw him get smaller and smaller until he was nothing but a dot. I saw the dust fly up from the ground upon impact, in my mind at least. Back in the real world, I saw him fall about 20 feet and heard him land hard on the platform just outside the elevator with a ringing thud and an oof as the air in his lungs escaped through his mouth. He looked up at me, wide eyes as his arms and legs hung freely over the edges of the platform now under his back. I don't even remember the trip back down, <laughs> but I do remember seeing <laughs> him grip the rail inside the elevator in a manner which I was all too familiar. That was the last day on that job and our last day of friendship. I'm still afraid of heights. <sighs> I like just, that one actually clenched, Fuck. clenched tight butthole the entire story that's a good one though it's it's the, the same theory of like it's simple but yeah that was good I enjoyed that actually uh, what an asshole oh um, <laughs> what a one fucking the, asshole one of the top comments is apparently a video of this of this same exact experience watch it Watch it. Come on, watch it. Watch it. If you're working, you're just gonna watch it. Just watch it. I'm at of course, you have to bring all your tools with you. <laughs> no. That's the no. red bag hanging below. It weighs about 30 pounds, and you pull it's it. It's real though. Like I, I've definitely seen. Yeah. I've definitely seen like a few videos of that though. You really, it's just I'm wild. At the rungs in the pole now. Yep. Yeah, that yep. specifically, like the very top yep. fucking this is called extensions. Free Meaning that Fuck no that, safety. Where you literally do see the fucking curvature of the earth. No, I'm good. Free climbing yeah. is more dangerous, like, of course. But OSHA wants to allow for it. <laughs> attaching, climbing, attaching, and removing safety lines it. every few oh, feet man, slows transmitter power to the It's antenna. funny because oh honestly, I expected. That feeds Ugh. the transmitter power above to that, the antenna. Above the pole is even Inside worse. Inside the cage, no, you like can that. now see the He's transmission the line that the feeds line. the transmitter like power that. to the antenna. I like, uh, I think it's like one of the far cries. Even when you do that, like when you climb like the radio towers to like, yep. uh, 
for me. Explore I the areas. Tomb, Tomb Raider, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. This section is no. the antenna but tuner. No. It's shaped uh, you like know, you this could do the expansion and contraction of the transmission. I, I do have to say, I thought it was going to be him that was going to die. To the top. So, uh, or like have like a close die, encounter moment. Well, yeah. uh, I just didn't expect Homie to like uh, actually uh, yeah. me almost die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was a good little. <laughs> and then he knew we how much he was being a dick steps. and how scary that shit was. Fuck you, Clive. Charges in the air. Clint this helps to dissipate the charges before they build this up to create a lightning strike. This dude is literally at the top of this fucking thing. I don't and like it. And he's not even hooked on. Glitch, See, he's not even hooked the real on. Thing. He's free That's the real he's thing. That's, 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 shit. that's the real thing. There's so many people. It, like, now it's like the dude that got uh, that like cut off his own arm, you know, that he got exploring in Arizona. Whatever the climbing partner it's like there's so many people out in Colorado too that are like yeah I love free climbing it's totally fun I'm like yeah fuck you shut up why keep your feet on the air yeah well it's like at least put a fucking oh my god there's an even skinnier pull oh my god it's wobbling back and forth as he's climbing it there's two people climbing it and it wobbles with every movement oh my god it's fine I'm fucking losing it man no it's fine that's fine I need to see the top. If a storm's blowing, there's a storm when he's up there. No, Dude, you literally are just watching what we just. The top is inside. He's literally at the top. And time for another break before transitioning to the top. "Quote unquote," taking a break. Jesus Christ! <laughs> just looking out. Oh my! Uh, uh, just looking out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Everyone everyone who's watching this go to <laughs> YouTube and search Tower Climbers Working by Jen's Widow. <laughs> just, just do it. Or or you I'm could not. I'm I fucking mean... shitting right now, dude. <laughs> this probably doesn't sound entertaining to and listen to at all. That object with the black top He's at the top is the lighting beacon. <gasps> He's fixing the lighting beacon at the top of no. this fucking thing. Nope. Not, he is holding on to a single pole and just standing on this little, I want to say, two foot by two foot square at the top of this fucking thing. No. <laughs> Quack. There's two people standing on this duck, thing. Duck disapproves. It's called the stairway to heaven, the climbing towers. Oh no! Oh, like, why would you God. like? Okay, I, I don't know. I like. I, I guess like I understand adrenaline junkie, but like, what are you? What are you fucking doing? Well, I mean, they're what working. Fucking, At least they're like, getting paid for it. Yeah, there are people that do that shit for okay. free. Glitch. You no, know, I, I actually had, break into well, places. That's what I'm saying. Them for free. That's what I'm saying. Just that's for, what I'm saying. Quote. That's what I'm talking about. I don't like that. I don't like that. Get a get a hobby. Fuck <laughs> <Go>. your clout. <laughs> Fuck where you came from and what you're listening to. <laughs> right. um, I need to get into look my last your life. One. Look at your choices. Let's let's make this one a quick a quick to wrap this up. I'm gonna read one more short story from No Sleep called "Don't Let Them In," which sounds cool. It's a cool title. Yeah, let the right one in. Excuse me while I kiss the sky into Don't Let Them In. Yeah, I don't even got a song reference for you. Excuse me while I don't let them in. 
That was perfect. There you go. Uh, addiction took our mother slowly, rocked her through start. it, and sung her to sleep, sunk deep into the mattress on her bed. Kids, kids, meth. The meth end. is a hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Meth is a hell of a drug. Rosebud. End of story. When her back teeth <laughs> <God fell out. laughs> when her back teeth fell the door out. dies. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Okay, when her back teeth fell out, she left them on the side of the bathtub. I was seven, and I kept I, I, them in I, I, a matchbox. Meth, meth is a hell of a drug. Hell of a drug. The missing pieces of her kept safe, so she wouldn't be lost forever. So maybe one day we could put her back together. Our house fell down around us, and we tried our best to raise ourselves. The ceilings had water damage. The bottom stairs had dry rot. And in the winters, the radiators would bleed rust. But it was still our house, and Annie made it a home. My sister Annie mothered me with lopsided band-aids on bruised knees and lukewarm microwave meals. I don't think Annie's going to make it out of this one alive. <laughs> Just a safe prediction. <laughs> what do you mean? Reminiscence. She told me ghost stories and didn't mind when I crawled into her bed. I know, so if, it, if, if it's not like the... The microwaved meals that's giving her just cancer. <laughs> just feeding cancer. Oh, kids' cuisine. <laughs> Yo, those are delicious, but I feel like I was dying. <laughs> definitely, definitely took some years off of us with, with all the mushrooms I ate. I didn't oh mind God. when I crawled into her bed later on, too scared to sleep alone. She taught me to dance barefoot on the living room carpet. Music channel, full volume on the TV, shaking our hips before they were fully grown. She always let me shower first so the water was hot, never complaining when she had to do it cold. She brushed my hair every day before school, even when I screamed and hit her when she caught tangles. Annie was dark-haired like her father, whoever he had been, but I was blonde. Annie was desperate to be blonde, too, like Marilyn Monroe, like Mom. <laughs> I think she thought it would my mother is Marilyn Monroe. I thought she <laughs> she Monho. I think she thought it would make them closer and remind mom less of her dad. I'd give anything for her to have her hands in my hair one more time, even if it hurt. She moved to New York when I turned eighteen and never came back. I still dream about her sometimes. Keeping up with our mother was impossible, and we learned from a young age we would always be left behind. It didn't make it any easier. When she was drinking light, she shone. Would wake us up at 3 a.m. with pancakes, dripping in cherry syrup. Sometimes yes. when the weather was right and she'd have enough being drunk alone, she would call up our school and tell them we had both come down with summer sickness and we'd drive to the beach instead. Well, I remember it's about being to be nine years, years old. Yeah, I mean, those are the fun days. <laughs> When you're, when you're only lightly toasted and, and <laughs> for driving your kids to the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember being nine years old in the backseat of a car coming home after one of our ocean days, sucking the salt from my fingers. Annie had just dyed her hair blonde, her best friend Jane helping her bend over our kitchen sink. And from behind, I couldn't tell who was mother and who was daughter. Radio up, windows down, blowing the sky inside. When she was drinking heavy, she'd be out all night, hair piled up like a beauty queen, eyes glazed over and ringed with glitter and black. Sometimes she'd gone a day or two. She would never tell us when one day we'd just wake up to an empty house and the fridge packed full, 
post-it note on the front with the smear of mom's lipstick and the outline of a kiss, telling us she'd be back soon. Sometimes she'd bring guys home, filling the table with beer cans and ashtrays, smoking up to the ceiling. My lost, my mom lost in the haze. We'd sleep with pillows over our heads, trying to drown out the music that they would blast until the late a.m. and wake up strangers. Wake up to strangers at our kitchen table in the morning, asking us where we kept the coffee. When mom That's drank, could be some other sounds, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> but when my mom drank too little, she <laughs> fell apart. She wouldn't even buy food. The refrigerator a gaping hole in the wall. She chained smoke, leaving cigarette burns on the wallpaper up by the stairs like the walls were sick and decaying. And she barely slept, walking around with blue half-moons under her eyes, knuckles, lo- knuckles raw. Yeah, that's, that's where we draw the line. No, no putting cigarettes out on the fucking wallpaper. She would scream at the slightest thing. I remember once when I spilled a glass of juice on the couch, and she looked over at me with dead eyes and dragged me off onto the carpet and took every single cushion off the couch and into the backyard to set them on fire. <laughs> Why? Overreaction! It's a hell of a drug, yeah, dude. What the Annie fuck? went to watch a while from the window and then sat next to me on the floor, backs pressed against the skeletons of the seats, head resting on the crater of my collarbones. When mom drank too much, she was the worst. She'd laugh too loud and too long at anything and everything until her mouth started to shake and she started crying at the breakfast table into her cereal. Okay, but that's just me when I'm drunk, honestly. (laughs) It's me every day. That's me sober. (laughs) Annie shuts down. (laughs) Okay. Annie shut uh, down when mom was like this, went somewhere deep inside herself where nobody could hurt her. She'd stay up until the morning watching old black and white movies on TV, whispering the lines she knew by heart, like prayers. When I was five, I'd cry when I'd find my mom passed out cold on her bed. Sure, she would never wake up. Annie would wipe my tears, tell me she was only sleeping just like the princess in my storybook, and we'd sit on mom's bed together and wait for her to wake up. When we were older, I was the one who would pick Mom up off the bathroom floor again and again, and Annie would put her to bed, smoothing sad. her hair off her face and the vomit from her mouth, changing super her sad. clothes. What? I was like, super sad? Yeah. Changing her clothes if she pissed herself. Watching them then, there was no doubt that Annie was the mother now. I, I am the mother now. Whew, tough fucking lives. We're, we d- we dove into the realism for the second half. It was October and I was 13. Annie, 16. It was a Wednesday night and mom had been gone for two days. She'd called us that morning from a payphone. Voice slurring. Voice slurring down the line, telling us she was having the best time with all her new friends, hoping we were doing fine, and when she asked me if I was having a good birthday, I hung up on her. My birthday had Mm. been the day before. Annie had given me a pile of presents, strawberry lip gloss, glittery nail polish. I didn't ask where she got the money from. I didn't care. We'd taken the bus to the beach with Jane, eating the birthday cake she made for me and getting into the frosting tastes like sweetness and sea I savored every bite sand getting into the frosting oh yeah it tasted like sweetness in the sea and I savored every bite and scrape of sugar against my teeth 
we watch the sun go down, Annie snapping grainy photos on her shitty Nokia as I blew out my candles, wishing over and over that mom wouldn't come home, that she'd just stay gone this time. But that Wednesday night, me and Annie weren't speaking. Anger hung heavy between us, seeping through the floorboards. It began when she tripped at the bottom of the stairs, and we'd both laughed, Annie throwing her head back, gap between her front teeth, catching the light. When I bent to pick her up, I'd caught her breath warm against the freckles on my cheeks. I let go of her arms, and she fell again, hitting the floor and grinning, shaking her hair from her face. Her breath was heavy with whiskey. I couldn't start picking her up, too. I couldn't watch her fall again and again. Just like Mom, I knew she'd never get back up. I'd stared down at her, blonde hair falling into her eyes, and all I could see was our mother. And then I was running, feet slamming the hallway like heartbeats turned loose. I'd run for the kitchen, tipped every bottle we had down the sink, shoving Annie back as she fought to stop me, catching liquor on her fingers as it fell. She grabbed my shoulders and made me drop the very last bottle, and it smashed between us on the floor, glass shards, shining like we dragged the stars out of the sky and broken them, pieces we could never put back. Outside, through the open windows, the sky turned pale gold. Clouds, a mess of pink and cream smeared across the horizon. I cried then, watching Annie on her knees, picking up the pieces. That was Annie, always trying to fix things, even when it was too late. The smell of the food dragged me from my room, stomach turning traitor inside my ribcage. Annie was cooking pasta. Creepy pasta. Real food <laughs> not made in a microwave. She'd set the table. Tammy Wynette singing softly from the CD player. Annie gently swaying her hips as she stirred the tomato sauce rich and warm. As we ate in silence with every bite I forgave her. Mom never cooked dinner, or remembered my favorite was spaghetti ever since I was a kid, or stayed sober long enough to set up a table. Annie wasn't Mom. We were washing the dishes when we first heard it. A moth was crawling down the inside of the pane, and I cracked the window to let it out into the dark. From the backyard came a faint sound. I tilted my head to listen as it was coming far off. Crying. I figured it was Mika, the two-year-old next door, having a tantrum loud enough for us to catch, or maybe even Lucky Strike, the cat, the junkies down the street, begging for food like he sometimes did. I always wanted to feed him like he came around, winding over my ankles, but Annie always stopped me, saying once you started giving, the, the, they'd never stop taking. Looking back, I don't think she was talking about the cat. But it... Annie flipped the Christmas lights strung up around the porch and we sat on the plastic beach chairs watching the skies. When we were little, we'd sit outside and Annie would tell me the names of all the constellations and the stories of how they came to be hung up in the night sky. And I had to grow up before I realized she made them all up as she went along. It was a game we still liked to play now, making up ridiculous stories for the shapes we could pick out. Ah, yes, that one there is the Coors Light. It got there when God dropped it out of the convertible window and never picked it up, she said, nodding sagely and hiding her smile. Of course, I said, waving my hands and pointing up past the power lines. Right next to the ashtray, left there by angels on a smoke break. Yeah, they say that if you wish on it, all your dreams will come true, said Annie, grinning. 
She stopped laughing, voice quieter, face tilted up to the dead stars. Let's wish, Emmy. Let's wish. And so we did. The sound of crying interrupted us. It was closer this time. Definitely human. We turned to each other, confused. Annie shrugged and I squinted out into the blackness. It sounded like a baby, lost, tired, alone. It must be Mika, I said slowly, getting to my feet. Maybe he walked around the back. Shit, do you want me to call Connie and tell her we'll bring him over? Annie didn't reply, and I sighed, rolling my eyes. Guess I'll do everything then. I stepped off the porch, grass soft against my heels. The air smelled like it might rain, fresh and clean and growing. A promise unfulfilled. M. Annie's voice was strained. I turned to her, smiling. It died on my face when I saw the look on her own. M. Get inside, now. She was staring out into the dark, past me, opening the door with one hand behind her, fingers fumbling on the latch. I froze, barefoot in the dirt. I'd found what she was looking at. In the bushes, by the back fence, was a person. Crouched with their knees tucked up neat under their chin, arms wrapped around their legs. Their mouth hung, wide open, softly opening and closing as he cried. Like a child, lost in the dark. Not like a child, but like someone pretending, mimicking the sound, open and closed out in the blackness. Suddenly they straightened, snapping upright face still hidden by the black. They were tall, thin, too thin to be normal. Panic made me move. Animal instincts left, left over from the days we lived up in the trees, carrying me forward. I was faster than Annie, dragging her inside and slamming the door behind us, hearing it bounce on its hinges as I locked it. We watched as the person slowly walked toward the house, steps deliberate and long. Annie reached for my hand, holding me tight, and turned me to face her, holding my shoulders. Don't turn around, Emmy. Don't turn around. Instinctively, I started to look over my shoulder out into the <laughs> darkness. Annie grabbed my face hard and, and shook her head. I knew that. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. I cannot do it. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I knew then she was serious. I'm... Her voice cracked and she cleared her throat, gripping my hand tight enough to hurt, nails digging in and grounding herself. I looked down at our fingers interlocked, both of us grown from the sand from the same bones. I'm gonna call the cops, and everything is going to be... Her voice faltered, stuttering. Tears spilled over her lashes, dripping like the promise of rain. Annie never cried. Your phone's on the porch, she whispered. And bile crawled its way up my throat. Her phone was upstairs, charging. A soft tap, tap, tapping filled the silence. Annie turned to the window, eyes white showing her eyes. Eye whites showing her eyes were so wide. It was the sound of someone's forehead against the glass, slowly, 
over and over. They started to speed up, faster and harder, skin meeting glass until they were slamming into the window hard enough to shake the panes. The tapping stopped and I was about to ask Annie if I could look now when she screamed, followed by the sound of cracking glass and the loudest slam yet. Whoever was in our yard had just smashed their face hard enough into the window to break it. We ran upstairs two at a time, skipping the ones caved in with dry rot on instinct. I turned behind me once Annie and I yanked my face back before I could see. The sound of broken glass echoed behind us as we made it to the bathroom, locking the door. A thin, wailing cry like a baby calling for its mother filled the hallway, trapped between the walls and the locked doors. Annie threw her back against the door, feet jammed up against the bathtub, clutching the knife she had grabbed from the kitchen. Yeah. I did the yeah, same, shoulder to shoulder. Slow footsteps started on the stairs, deliberate and casual. The crying had become mocking, almost laughter, shrill bursts of sound, and then giggles, high-pitched and abruptly stopping before starting again. The first door on the upstairs floor was my bedroom, and we heard the distinct sound of it slamming open. They were looking for us. What the fuck is going on? I asked Annie, <laughs> honestly same. I don't fucking know either. Not even bothering to brush away the tears that I couldn't stop falling. <laughs> I watched my sister. <laughs> I watched my sister pick herself up off the floor and brace her hands on the door as we heard the sound of a second door slam open. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess also just like imagine being like super fucked up and then you just like encounter you know like, oh, what the fuck. Thanks. That sobers you real quickly, though. Oh yeah, yeah. Whenever, whenever you go into panic mode when you're actually <laughs> fucked up, that sobers you real fucking. Quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as we heard the sound of the second door slamming open, it was Mom's room. The next my room bad. on the hallway was the bathroom. Annie pulled me to my feet and handed me the knife, and I shook my head and pushed it back to her, terrified of what would happen if I had to use it. Annie shoved it at me and pressed the knife into my hands, thumbs pressing hard enough on the blade to bleed, and I watched my sister's blood drip down her wrist, a winding red road still pushing its hand despite the pain. I took the knife. Something slammed against the wall that Mom's room shared with the bathroom. A high-pitched wail followed. I held my breath, could feel my heart beat in the base of my throat, a wild and frantic thing. I'm gonna get the phone from my room. I shook my head violently, about to argue, but Annie clamped a hand over my mouth. I could taste the blood on her hand, salty and sweet, like birthday cake by the ocean. Mm. Yes, I'm going to get the phone, and I'm going to call the cops, and we're going to be okay. I shook my head again. It's the only way. When I go, I need okay. you to lock the door, and you don't open it for anything or anyone. Not for me, not for anyone. Promise me. I shook my head and Annie pressed her hand into my mouth, crushing my teeth against my lips so it made my eyes water. Yes. Promise me, Em. Something smashed in the room next door, and Annie brushed the hair off my face, gently tucking it behind my ear. Promise, she mouthed, and unlocked the door as slowly as possible, bolt scraping gently. I watched the curve of her shoulder disappear into the black hall outside, like the moon eclipse and then she was gone. 
I couldn't move or breathe for a second, and then I slammed the bolt shut just as something bounced off the outside of the door. A high-pitched scream followed, handle rattling up and down hard enough to pop one of the screws. I watched it roll toward me on the tile, and then silence. I sat with my back to the door, holding the knife and wishing I was holding Annie's hand instead. Still silence. Nothing but me and my lungs, slowly filling the room with my breath. M came a voice through the door. I started, hands gripping the knife. Honey, what's going on? Mom, my voice cracked. Mama, is that you? I wrapped my arms around myself, shaking, trying to keep myself still. Sweetie, it's okay. Just open the door. Just it's open okay. the door. It's, it's okay. It's Just fine. It's, it's fine. Okay. I'm not it's dead. <laughs> the handle rattled again, gentler. Just let me in. It's all okay. She banged on the door, and I took my hand <laughs> off the bolt. Honey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I missed your birthday. I'm sorry I'm such a terrible mother. Please. Her voice broke, and she started to cry. Just let me in, baby. I'm sorry. I screwed my eyes shut. She sounded so sad and so lost. I just wanted her to hold me like when I was a kid and I'd come in off the swings with a scraped knee. Maybe this time she meant it. Maybe it would all be okay. My hand found its way to the bolt again. And my sister's she voice came through. <laughs> my sister's voice came through the door, warm and gentle. Yeah, Emily, let us in. It's all okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. <laughs> my hand froze on the bolt as I tightened my grip on the knife. Annie never called me by my full name. A hand banged on the door, handle rattling. Emily, let us in. Annie's voice became low and guttural, followed by the same shrill giggles from before. Mom spoke now, pleading and crying, voice getting louder and louder. Let us in, let us in, let us in, over and over, punctuated by her fists on the door. I thought about demons and monsters and all the bedtime stories we prayed don't crawl out from under the bed. That's not my sister, and you're not my mother, I screamed through the door, hands over my head. I climbed into the bathtub and curled into a ball, cradling myself, knife clutched to my chest. I didn't know what it was outside that door, but I knew it wasn't Annie. It wasn't the voice that yelled at me when I changed the TV channel, the one that sang me happy birthday, the one that told me I was smart even when I got bad grades, the one that read me stories about princesses that never wake up. It wasn't human. Bangs and yells came from downstairs, followed by footsteps of people running. A low guttural howl ripped through the house, filling the room until I felt like it was drowning in sound, and then the door was kicked in. I screamed, covering my eyes, wanting to die, and arms found me and lifted me from the tub, carrying me from the room. I looked at the outside of the door as I was carried downstairs, and it was covered in long, scraping claw no. marks, dragged no. down to the floor. Pillows ripped apart, covered the hallway, and soft down, like it had snowed inside. I watched them drift slowly as men in uniform checked each of the rooms that looked like they had been torn apart by something feral. 
Outside in our driveway were police cars and an ambulance. In the middle of it all was Annie, bathed in blue and red light as it washed over her, lit up in dark like a neon angel, face aglow. I threw myself from the cop's shoulder and ran to her, holding us both together, broken pieces and all, standing under the constellations we made up. Gentle screaming. Look, it's came the Marlboro Star constellation. <laughs> I see the ashtray. <laughs> the ashtray. <laughs> the ashtray. It's just an ass and an ash in the middle. <laughs> there I see it, the screaming demon of my forever nightmare. Gentle screaming came from the ambulance, which rocked occasionally. Annie gently turned my head away, smiling so sadly it made my chest ache as I understood. Turns out there was no demon, no wild animal or bad men trying to break in. It was just mom, out of her mind on booze and drugs and everything in between, coming to the end of a week-long binge. Something had finally broken inside her head, and this time... We couldn't put her back together no matter how hard we tried. Sometimes you fall one last time and you never get back up. Annie had seen her in the garden, blood dribbling from her mouth, track marks bulging on her forearms like unmapped roads, rail thin and desperate for one more hit, one more fix. She'd searched the kitchen for it, for all the drink I'd thrown away, and when she hadn't found it, had come on the hunt for the stash that she had in the bathroom. She hadn't wanted me, just the drugs on the other side of the door. So high she can mimic Annie's voice almost perfectly. Turns out the real monsters are the ones that eat you alive slowly. The kind that come in a bottle, or a needle, or at the end of a long list of reasons why you can't get out of bed in the morning. Sometimes the monsters are the ones that raise you, or love you, the most. But it's up to you, if you can let them in. This is pretty fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I have a I have a collection of stories like that that we haven't <laughs> tapped into because I, I always feel like mentally they go to a very depressing, yeah, distressing and depressing location, and I and and I've saved them. And I don't know if I'm ever going to read them on the show because they're all very. Yeah, borderline. Mental, addictive, drug, depressing, suicidal, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I don't know if I'm comfortable going there. Addiction is OK. Addiction we can talk about because yeah. I've never actually had a problem with addiction. But but I mean, like some of these just are, you know get to a different category that's oh, also yeah. like you know oh yeah oh yeah it's just I've like, read enough i've like, read enough no sleep in my time to yeah, yeah 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 i was gonna say pretty like, much any fucking direction and like i don't know i feel like even halfway through this until like halfway into this you're just like okay it's just gonna be a sad story what's going on you know like yeah from the beginning until the last the mom so much i was like that has to be a mm -hmm. twist you know the twist has to be that the mom is at the heart of this. If it wasn't going to be her, it was going to be one of her drunky, you know, druggy, yeah, yeah. duped up friends or something, you know, telling her to go to her place to get her stash or something. Like, I, I just, I saw it coming, but I, I was waiting for the execution. Yeah. And it, yeah, I was like, how are they going to twist this? It didn't do anything new yeah, or crazy or back. interesting, but it was, but it was still written very well. 
Yeah, I do agree that the the last uh, paragraph just when he when uh, God, and he had seen her in the garden, blood dribbling from her mouth, track marks bulging over forearms, like unmapped yeah. roads, like like okay, all right, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> when you've actually like, seen damn. someone who's like fucked out of their mind, yeah, 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 man. Um, That's fun. Out of all four of them, I think I had the most visceral visceral reaction to the "Excuse me while I kiss the sky." Um, what do you mean? You you were you were you were freaking out the entire time that I was reading it. What are you not talking I was about? Bugging the entire time <laughs> you were reading that. Um, but that being said, I do kind of think that the faces and the flowers is still fucking cool. Yeah, and I think the, the two were were good. The wind they definitely weren't the bad. Wind from the north, like it's interesting how both of them were kind of supernaturally naturey, you know, mm-hmm. and then we had two kind yeah. of real fears. So it's like no sleep, no sleepish <laughs> yeah, stories really? kind of have this spectrum of going in either of those directions. Right. You know, over time we've seen that they dabble in somewhere in the middle most of the time between realism and supernatural. But today we got the split. We got yeah, the split, really of, hard split. Of just good yeah. storytellers talking about real shit. And then we got people who want to write the, the creepypasta supernatural shit. Yeah, I mean, you got the thick thighed, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, forest demon. And then just the comparison on the other side is, to, uh, you know, uh, fucking heights. Fucking heights. Fucking heights. Just keeping it that simple. Heights and addiction. <laughs> I'm going to send you so many addiction. stupid videos now. Now that I know that you Dude, I've, seen, definitely hit I've that. watched them all because oh, it's oh. part of, I get, I get pleasure out of putting myself in, in that situation <laughs> where I, I want to see them. See, fall. that's what I'm saying. That's, I why, actually, that's where I have, the outlast thing comes back to. There's a movie that came out it. recently called Climb <laughs> that I've, I've refused to uh, watch because I know I have it's, seen... about, it's about two girls trapped at the top of a pool. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that. I, I don't know. I was gonna say I've seen that uh, that exists. I haven't actually seen. Oh, it, you though. haven't seen the movie, but no, you, no, you, no. you agree with me that it exists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. But if there is a that. a channel on YouTube. I'll have to actually look who it is. But it's like the Something Brothers. But yeah. if you ever see like uh, exploring, and it's like the the whatever the fuck brothers, like they do some wild shit. Like yeah, like uh, it's like two more young like, skinny dudes, right? Uh, I want to say yeah. That actually makes sense. Yeah, I feel like I've um, seen them before. It might be twins. It might be twins. Um, but either way, they like do like fucking like old abandoned like industrial like reactor buildings and shit. And they're taking Geiger counters and fucking yeah, tiny little boats <laughs> like yep. like single yeah uh, yeah. Just it's fucking wild. Fuck that though. <laughs> yeah, no big old fuck that. Um, like I used to like that. look at. <laughs> Like, look for abandoned buildings in New York, but it's, like, totally different. I did that shit all over PA. I literally did yeah, that yeah. shit well, all over PA. Because, like, you have, I, have I mean, videos about it. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, uh, I feel like a lot of art college <laughs> uh, with our photo majors, because upstate New York and generally East Coast has, like, all these small towns. Like, you'll have, like, fucking look at Centralia, you know, yep. like, like, but, yeah, yeah, every town has, like, so many fucking abandoned buildings. It's, like... It's, because even, like, back uh, uh, because of all the insane asylums and shit like that, like, yep. if you go out, near, like, on the edge of Jersey, shit like that, there's just, 
so many fucking crazy fucking buildings to look through, dude. But I yeah. um, I I definitely did that kind of, um. You know these these areas were shut down X Y Z you know, mm-hmm. outside PA. But all they had to do was duck, you know, under some fence, and you and you know it's pretty much free reign, free territory. Mm-hmm. Free, you know, always worried about squatters, never ran into. Anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always, always had like a sandwich and like a beer on me just to kind of assuage, <laughs> assuage a, a squatter if I came by them, but like never had to use either. Always had like a a knife or something on me. You know, cause mm. I, I never wanted to be caught, you know, defenseless. Um, See, I think I was like maybe too young at the time to like. Oh, this was. I, I knew that that it was a thing, yeah. but it's like, yeah, I was like, I, I was like, cashed and shit when I just was turned into my teens. I geocached nah. when I was like a teen, but I didn't start quote unquote urban exploring until I was in my twenties. Mm. See, I just did that shit when I was young, so you'd just be like i'd be bored after class like middle school high school high school Walk or some shit we'd forest. fucking yeah hey yeah exactly and the worst thing we, i've ever experienced i think i've said this on the podcast too but fucking an old little abandoned shack down like past the fucking like off the hudson river basically like uh, where my hometown is but like literally a tiny little shack and just a fucking homeless dude with a shotgun whether he's homeless or not i don't fucking know but it was uh, just a man with a shotgun came out of a shed i ran yeah, don't need any more yeah. excuses. Yeah, yeah honestly, exactly. For exactly. Whatever's, whatever's going on there, not, really, not fucking <laughs> yeah, out. Out. Like and um, that's already, my final already done. <laughs> it's locked in. It's locked in, Regis. Oh shit! I don't know. I'm making millionaire references which do you now. Think, which do you think was your favorite story that we read today? I kind of okay. I kind of like the last one just because it was like you know like. Uh, uh, I like because I I we had we kind of talked about this earlier. I like the I like the fucked up shit. Yeah, I like, kind of like the fucked up shit. You know, like that's fine. I was just like, hmm, that's it's kind of gritty. You're like, oh, not even that. Like the banster was really us all alone. It's that like mother's coked out doing or fuck, fucked up on something fucking. Also fair. Yeah, like doing some crazy fucking crazy ass shit. She is the crazy monster. Shit. <laughs> You're like, oh god, mom. Like yeah. oh fuck, <laughs> but I I do I I think the first two were like nice and subtle and fun. Yeah, and it's like a it's like a didn't do anything wrong. Just didn't yeah, do spook- anything spooky crazy. like stories to tell in the dark kind of thing. The the yeah. tower was like I feel that. Yeah, the tower. But is I definitely like, I feel like something I never want to experience. Yeah, but that was fun. That was a good. Uh, I'm not saying any of the other experiences are all that better. It's just <laughs> that is one that is real that can happen that I hope never happens. Because it's even like you don't really have to even be too descriptive on that to be like, nope, I know that. I hate it. I already hate it. Oh, yeah. I hate it. Oh, and there's an asshole yeah. up there with you. I fucking hate him. Oh, he almost and died. And it goes cool. to show Fuck that the way too. that the person even wrote it is, you know, it's it's a power to them as authors yeah, to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. actually sell that. To actually, mm-hmm. to actually write a good story around that feeling, the the inertia, the vertigo, the the, the blurriness of vision, the weightlessness of of being up at that height, like like I said, like there was something peaceful and beautiful about jumping out of an airplane, but when when the me coming, the gravity reintroduced the minute my 
parachute fucking opened up and <laughs> screaming, I crying, I screaming, crying, screaming, crying, screaming, crying, slowly to the ground. I, I did, I was not enjoying myself at that point. You know? I just, I just see the landing is just like you hear like coming in, like just, just yelling. Hold on, just. Uh, and you like land, but you've like slid on your butt and you're stationary and nothing's moving, but you're still screaming. The the worst part, honestly, was the fact that these harnesses are just they're they're like laced around your thighs. But yeah, the minute I've gravity is well. reintroduced right up to your balls, it's just squeezes yeah, I've heard the same nuts. thing. Uh, I've, I've actually very much heard that. Gravity is a bitch. <laughs> you're like, oh, shit. oh, shit, I'm getting heavier. I'm getting heavier. I'm getting heavier. My balls, my balls, my balls. God damn it. God that damn literally it. Okay, was I'm me on the, ground. the last the last like, <laughs> I want to say three minutes, <laughs> the three minutes in parachute time that it takes you to get to the ground from an actual like 300 feet in the air. Like it was me going ow, 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 ow. Like, can you loosen that? Can you loosen? And then and then my dude did that thing where like to help they release like the pressure of the first like safety harness. So you get that like foot drop off of their body. And he didn't warn me that he was doing it. I literally fucking screamed when he did it. He's like, this might help. And then goes click. And I fucking drop a foot. I'm going forever. Like, but yeah, I landed perfectly fine. My my landing was actually, I did a, I, I landed on my own two feet. I didn't fall or anything. He nice. he told me to kind of brace a certain way, and it was really gentle. He he, he the dude was the dude was a master on the wind that day because he just floated us down. But it didn't help the fact that my fat ass was squeezing my chestnuts up into my fucking <laughs> lower abdomen. <laughs> like my stomach hurts so bad. <laughs> Why? Because the my fucking knots are there <laughs> above my intestines. Yeah, it sucked. Um, I, uh... it, was, it was cool. Hannah says this pretty constantly for like horror movies. If she's like, like that's my nope moment, she's she'll just be like, nah, that's a moment that I'll just kill myself. Fuck it, that that would be the moment that she would insert. Be like, yep, the nut pain. No, I'm out. I'm out. (laughs) You're dropping me. You're dropping me, sir. Fuck it. This is the time. Just full send it. Let me go. Send it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. Uh, Could it just shit. drop me a foot in the fucking air without telling me? Yeah, no, just let me go. Just let it, just let it all <laughs> just happen. It's fine. It. Yeah, I don't even want to be here anymore. Oh, fuck. Well, glitch. Glitch blob. And you didn't even find the fucking thing that you were trying to fucking find? No, I gave up. No. Okay. <laughs> well, L, L, sir. I gave up. Captain Mort, Mort to death. Mortimer. Yep, that's my name. <laughs> <laughs> Elser, the captain. Yep, that's how it works. With here, here with today's host, Glitch Blob. Thank you for hosting. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for hosting lots of pasta. It's been it's been real. It's been real. Uh, being being here with you, and what uh, got any got any final words for the audience? <laughs> Yeah, figured as much. Honestly, I was yeah. like, which, yeah, which really, did you? you yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you really? Yeah, did you really expect anything? Nah, else you really? set me yeah. up for yeah. this fine. Okay, that's fine. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Goodbye. I didn't even make a joke. <laughs>